What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to a very special edition of Real Chronicles brought to you by RealTalking.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with the guys here today, Mr. Jack Renault. Thank you for having me. Always a blast to be doing these, especially when it comes to pretty much what got me into this in the first place, and that's awards predicting. It's been a yes. long year since we did the last stuff, so I'm really excited to get back into it. And Mr. Hunter Friesen. Yeah, just as Jack says, um, I don't use Skype too often, so those Skype calls that list four hours long, three and a half hours long from a year ago almost today, I was like, oh, those were the memories. That's when it all started right there. Yes, sir. Uh, So today we are, it's that time, time has arrived. We're bypassing BAFTA nominations and just rolling out with our predictions, our final prediction for the 95th Academy Awards nominations which will be announced on january 24th uh very exciting time i'm sure that some of us will be wrong on some of these predictions but the fact of the matter is i love having fun with nomination predictions and going a little wild when there's an open fifth spot and i think Mm -hmm. you guys may think i'm crazy this year uh i promise i'm not no cocaine in my system just a lot of coffee uh yeah this should be a fun one but before we get into that let's break down how we got here uh golden globes were last week i will say rather than going over the winners because my guess is that all of us are going to bring up the globes when we look at our nominations in a little bit we can highlight some of the good some of the bad um i'm going to say bad the only real bad thing for, for me is just i thought the host was pretty dreadful like I I've looked after because we all had in our group chat we were all talking throughout the throughout the night and after like a day or two later I kind of looked at his type of comedy and that's his type of comedy doesn't really work very well mm-hmm. as a host um, and a lot of his jokes fell flat I mean the Tom Cruise one I think was very uncomfortable to do that joke right before the cast I understand that's why he did it but it was still very yeah. uncomfortable uh, yeah and then the Kanye joke to Spielberg. Wasn't it for me? Wasn't funny. No. Uh, outside of that, I think it was a very um, unexpected. And when I say unexpected, unexpected for the glows because the winners were more traditional than we expected. They didn't throw any curveballs, really throw any curveballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the only surprising winners would be none of us had Fablemans winning, so that was kind of a surprise. It kind of resurrected the film. Well, you had the Fablemans in winning? Yeah. Oh, then congratulations. Yeah, he, he did just have it in the, by default. By like, default, you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. So, I'm not, I'm not going to claim, like, I was not, like, he was not, know, like, fer- I wasn't fervent about it. Like, it's going to win. God damn it. You guys are wrong. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. It probably will win, I guess. And, and then we look at, um, I don't take any, before I move to you guys, I don't take anything into uh, Banshee's doing so well because the Globes are the Martin McDonough Awards. Every time he's up, he's always winning either a screenplay award, a picture award. I think Banshee's, Both. I mean, uh, Three Billboards won picture and, and director, right? And no, screenplay, yeah. Screenplay, yeah. So you just, uh, They just love him. Yeah, what better, so. No better take, combo out there than Love Affair, that Love Affair. Yeah, I can't take too much into that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much. Oh yeah, and the international feature was the only what the fuck of the night. 
it, it's their usual. They love to do something in that category. We're like in the fade of one in like 2017, 18, and no one heard that movie, and then it didn't get nominated for the Oscars. It's like, well, all right, cool, good for you guys. Yeah, and obviously di- different rules for them as well. Like RR is still eligible there. So, and that was why it was so odd for me. I'm like, not to not yeah. to just one song, and then you're like, nah, we're gonna sp- we're gonna spread the love. So, yeah. but yeah, that was like kind of kind of it for me. I mean, nothing really too 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 shocking. Uh, Jack, do you have anything? I'd say, uh, I'd say only for the like for the sake of it, like mixing up the race and kind of adding some unpredictability. Angela Bassett winning, I think, yeah. was really interesting. I, oh, just the fact that also a comic book performance has won like a a more highly like credited award than like I think a Saturn Saturn award. It's like the highest they've gotten in terms of like for for Marvel or for. Yeah. For I think like comic book. No, no, yeah. remember Joaquin, or, 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 Joaquin, and, Joaquin and Heath. For MCU, MCU. We'll say MCU. Yeah, yeah. I, the only MCU performance to be recognized by something higher than Saturn, I think. Yeah, I think this um, would be the first nomination, Oscar nomination, and win for Marvel yeah. performances. Uh and then from there, I think pretty much everything just kind of went about the way we expected. There were some like I think second, like we like we had like uh, I could think we had. Daniels or somebody at Daniels for director we thought that could happen but didn't and then everything everywhere we thought that would win so everything that like we thought could win but didn't win it wasn't like an out of left field like loss everything we kind of saw was just yeah because because everything even though everything everywhere lost picture and um screenplays and banshees they still went to acting mm-hmm. they have two acting prizes so it's not like they really were kicked off the pedestal per se uh mm-hmm. Hunter what do you got here uh, the one thing I'll go back to Gerard Carmichael's host. I'm glad they got him because when I heard that announcement, I was very interested in what mm. that was going to be like as the host. It wasn't, you know, I'm fine with Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Oscars this year because that's just usual. Like they need to go back to normalcy and just do whatever, you know, what's worked in the past. But the Globes, they can experiment, and do whatever. So I was like, okay, that's an interesting one. And then once you more figure out, dig into Gerard Carmichael's style, you realize that doesn't blend well. And the whole first opening monologue didn't mention any of the movies nominated once or any of the TV shows or anything. And I get, I get, you can't just do the globes and not, you know, uh, you know, not talk about why they haven't been gone. They've been gone for a year. Why are we here? But at the same time, we're here to recognize movies and TV. And if you open the whole show without mentioning a single one nominated, it just puts a whole dour mood on this. I wasn't having fun with it, even though I should be And the globe should be the most fun award show. Mm-hmm. And here I am not having fun. So, as well as we're the Oscars having this problem, now the Globes are having it. We're just don't want to recognize the movies, don't want to talk about the movies and stuff. Even when you have Top Gun, you have Avatar, you have Black Panther winning awards, you know, that should be a lot easier to connect to people, and they just don't want to do it. And it's officially the lowest rated Golden Globes of all time, only wow. six million viewers. But I, I mean, will, I will give it to Tuesday. Every year I'll do that now. I mean, oh, I yeah, think Tuesday. this it really isn't. Uh, I was going to mention it during SAG, but I think SAG's news that they're going streaming is should be the future of every show. Like, now they don't have the to report that. Globes go to Peacock. Oscars yeah, go yeah, to Oscars go to um, Disney Plus or Hulu, probably Disney Plus. And then you move. Um, yeah. And then, the, and then SAG goes to Netflix. We'll get everything mm-hmm. streaming. You don't have to bleep anything. You can run as long as you want. You can run like a, a costume epic length for the Oscars. There you go. So I, th- I, I think that's the future. God, God, I hope so. Um, one stat before we move on. 
which will make Best Picture um, interesting when we talk about not just prediction nomination, but we actually get to the winners in a couple of weeks. The Fableman's winning. It becomes the fifth film of all time to win a TIFF Audience Award and Best Picture at the Globes. Every single movie has won Best Picture at the Oscars. There is it's a hundred percent correlation. What, what were they? That you got me. Th- you have to have someone do the research. I just know. Oh, okay, I just know okay. the numbers. Well, <laughs> it, it, okay. it'll Green Book's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of this. So maybe Silver Linings Playbook one. No, but that didn't win picture. Win best picture. Actually, oh, while we're, I don't even. Yeah, it does. Duh. While we're while we're talking about um, I can I can get this quick. Once we're uh, but just thoughts on that stat. Do you think with everything that happened last year, do you think um, that even matters? It's I, uh, you go ahead, Jack. I'm actually I was gonna look say this up. It's, that's interesting because somebody also asked me today, and I was just I could see Fableman's being in a power of the dog situation and it just winning only director also because like I don't. Uh, we're kind of getting ahead of, or I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I don't see what all it's going to win, really, aside from, like, there's a couple maybes, but director, I mean, at this point, sure, I think Spielberg is pretty confident in DGA, and that Same. track record's crazy. Yeah. Probably the best stat for us to follow in any regarding any category ever. Um, but I don't know. I, we, we keep talking about the preferential ballot, and the more I think about it, I... While I don't think it'll be as high, I don't think it'll be ten. I I, I don't think it's going to be a lot of people's tens. I don't okay. think people are going to be like bagging on it. I do think there'll be more divisive mm. movies still at the end of the day that'll get more tens than Fableman's might get low, but I'd say maybe like sevens. And I have your mm-hmm. I have your answer here. So twenty twenty No Man Land won Best Picture mm-hmm. and one Tiff. Uh, twenty eighteen Green Book. Yeah. Twenty thirteen Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. 2010 the king's speech and that's four and then yeah and then this and then uh oh no and then american beauty in 1999 so that that's it and then now the fablemans so i mean we'll see what happened it's an interesting stat but uh Mm -hmm. not not sure what the correlation it's kind of like we're at the point me being i don't know if you guys are the same but me being such a stats whore with the oscar everything that was broken last year i'm just trying to find some stats that still stick so nothing really sticked after Mm -hmm. last year uh, yeah, go ahead. It's also so many stats for nomination wise for Best Picture that now I'm like, now that we have the the ten system, there's so many movies where it's like, oh, it missed this, so it missed Best Picture. But I'm like, well, that was when we had eight nominees. If we had ten, it probably would have gotten that ten slot. And it was, and then now I have to. That's part of the uh, little asterisk for every stat now for me. For Just sure. like you, I, I I look them all up, I try to figure them out, but then they're not all you know perfect as can be. Oh well. Yeah. All right, so after Golden Globes, we had DGA, SAG, and PGA. I'm gonna start with DGA since that's the quickest to run through. We're not gonna we're gonna skip first time. We're gonna just do the big five here. So we have Martin McDonough, we have Todd Field for Tar, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel the Daniels for Everything Everywhere, Steven Spielberg, and probably the biggest surprise on the morning was Joseph Kaczynski for Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, I don't think we're going five for five here. Uh, so I guess I'll start with Hunter. Well, who's in? Who's out? Well, I I would say, are we are we just going to spoil? What we're Actually, no. Let's hold on. Director, yeah, guess, that's true. I, Good point. Good point. Whatever let's... I mention in the fifth slot, I'm going to say this probably right. correlates. We're going to talk about Let, later. Let's hold off on that. But I, just thoughts I think on we the all nominees. Agree. There's 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 one name in there. We're like, yeah, probably not. 
but I think, I think pro, or, there's, there's, there's two. one name that's like, mm, yeah, yeah like, I'm at you, two. You, could, you could predict him, and I wouldn't be like, you know, bagging on you, but I'd say probably not. And then we have PGA nominees, which, um, though that threw some curveballs, I think. Oh, yeah. One second, I'm pulling pulling up as we speak. Here we go. All righty. So we have Avatar: The Way of Water. We have Banshees, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Glass Onion, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, and come back from the dead. Like mm-hmm. the dead. I don't even mean the dead. I mean like cremated. It the whale. Um, yeah. you've got to be thinking a lot, Jack. I. I We'll talk in a, yeah, in a few. Yeah, yeah. You've we'll got me. It. You got my mind racing on that. But um, I think we can all agree Black Panthers out and Glass Onions out. Yeah, yes. yeah. I I think so. There's a chance, but it would have to hit like everything that it remotely has a chance. I think like it would need to bag like a production design mm-hmm. nomination. But mm-hmm. I I think the only thing it really is suited to get into right now, I think, is screenplay again. Yeah. I'm, It'd be I'm interesting for it to be an, another sole screenplay nominee. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't disagree with anything. We're going to talk about it a little later where we go with Best Picture. So. And we go to uh, SAG, which um, I'm perplexed, man. I'm so perplexed here. Uh, we'll start with supporting actress. We have Angela Bassett, Hung Chow, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Stephanie Sue. Let's fucking go. Um, I think, and we're going to talk about supporting actress a little later, I think this would be the perfect five if I had to choose. I think this... Yeah, I, I have this, no complaints. Yeah, I think this touches every level of, like, all the films that were beloved in 2022, except The Whale, but Hung Chow's performance is very much beloved in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that would be an incredible five. I still think there's some, there's definitely still some uh, oh, yeah. potential breakage in who can come in and come out. Uh, but I do think there's definitely a set group of people among these who are going to show up. And I still don't, I still have no idea as to who's going to win. Yeah, I, I'm starting to lean Angela, but I mean, it's still super early, so it doesn't really. Uh, just yeah, it's still too early. All right, moving on. Unless Hunter, do you have anything on here? Or do you want to hold off? No, we'll, we'll wait till we get to that. All right, supporting actor, Paul Dano, The Fablemans, finally makes an appearance. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that he's the one that got in and not Judd Hirsch because yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keegan, Kehi Kwan, and. Uh, I think this is Jared Leto, but I don't know. It's, it's a better I, performance. It is a much better movie. I actually really like this one. I do like the good nurse more than I yeah. remember uh, the tiff reactions from everybody. Once again, I sided with Hunter on this one because I saw the good nurse. And I'm like, oh, this is it's a slow burn, but I, I liked it a lot. I, I thought I was it was very much for it. And I thought Eddie I was, Redmayne was very really good, very good in it yeah. as well. It was a little bit of a victim of scheduling because it was our fourth movie. It was at like 10 o'clock at night. I was like, mm, maybe not the best one to be that. But I, I was, for most people, but I was very much into it. Agree. Jack, any thoughts here? Or we'll uh, save it for later. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it for right, later. No doubt. All right. Um, performance by an actress in the leading role. We have Kate. All right. How, how, does, how did a QT say? Quentin Tarantino 
Kate Blanchett. Viola Davis, Daniel Deadweiler, Michelle Yeoh, Ana de Armas, no Michelle Williams. Um, we're going to talk about that a little later. Yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. There, so. um, I hope the three of us are... I mean, Hunter and I, you don't have to tell us twice. The end of the Armist thing, I think it's happening. Uh, <laughs> no! Wait. Okay, let's, okay. Let's, let's okay. wait for another hour until we get that. All right, category. sounds we'll, good, we'll sounds good. That. And then the biggest WTF for me was just the nominees for Ensemble. So we don't nominate you, Margot Robbie. You, you skipped a whole category, Oh, he's an actor, actor, sorry. There's there's um, a whole thing there in that category. Oh, that is true. We have all, we have the, the, the expected four, Austin Butler, Colin four. Farrell, Brandon Frazier, Bill Nye, and listen, Adam Sandler has been campaigning his ass off. I get invites. I got in, from October to December. All I got were invites in New York for hustle, press screenings, dinners with Adam Sandler. The guy's mm-hmm. been campaigning. Good for him, man. Like, I... I, I can't even get mad at that. It's a good movie. It's a solid little yeah. sports movie. You can't really hate it. Uh, I know Hunter's seen it. Jack, have you seen Hustle? Uh, I have not yet. You may have to, I, my friend. Yeah, uh, I, might, I might have to if he gets into Best Actor. I, I, I was, you know, pissed. Uh, you know, pissed because it doesn't help us at all with our thing because I don't think we're going to predict Adam Sandler for it. But I was just like, you know, it, like Dave said, you know, good for him. At least, you know, I like this nomination at least. I'm fine with this. If we're not gonna get if we're not getting help in our not Oscar nominee predictions, at least give us something good. Yeah, I totally agree. And then ensemble, uh, whatever, man. I hate that they're giving my they're giving us Babylon hope, and I'm just like, come on, man, just put us put us out of our misery. <laughs> we have uh, Babylon Banshees, everything, everywhere, all at once, the Fablemans, and another one that got given a lifeline this weekend. Uh, women talking, uh, which I don't. We're gonna talk about it later. I, I don't think that's happening. But, you know, we'll talk about it a little later. Um, Babylon, for me, was kind of like, I don't know. You I don't threw know. my hands up. I was like, hell yeah. I'm happy, man. yeah. We're, I'm we're a- still here. We're still somewhere. Here. I mean, I, I thought. Th- go ahead. They, 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 I thought they, because um, she was, uh, it was Haley, no, uh, it was Haley Lou Richardson. She She's in the White Little season two, right, Jay? Or, uh, yeah, uh, season Dave. two. Season two, yeah. Okay, so she was there. I, I was getting ready. And someone else, they were announcing on Instagram, whatever. And, like, before Supporting Actor came up, they talked about Brad Pitt, and she, like, covered her mouth. So I was like, oh, Brad Pitt's getting out. Yeah, I thought so, too. And then, he, and then he didn't. And I was like, oh, what the hell? And then and then it, then it gets nominated for his ensemble. So I was like, okay, I guess they don't care. Those IG Live announcements are terrible. Well, those that was very rough. They're I was like, yeah, So bad. Like, I know, it's, I know it's SAG, so it's like, whatever. I don't care. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not the Oscars where there's tradition here. We have to, you know, be nice and presentable. But it was... It was rough. I, I was know like, we, we live on the well, East Coast. We might as well have gotten the LOC to do it at that point. Seriously. You might as well. <laughs> like, I know it we live on the fine. East Coast. Do you guys, I mean, I love the fact that Oscar nominations are eight, at 8.30 a.m. It's a great way to start your day, I think. But I know some people I, hate it. Only for me as a student, because usually it ends up me having to watch it, like, in class. Which, ah, like, okay. Usually I have to, like, like you should have seen me trying to hide a reaction to Nightmare Alley's Best Picture comedy <laughs> last year. I was having to hide everything. I I'm at least lucky in 
Midwest, so it's like 7 a.m. It starts at. So like no, no classes or anything. Of You're in your yet. commute. <laughs> yeah, like I'm about to leave, and since the nominations take like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, so like it, it gets done right when I about had to, you know, have to start getting on with the day. I'm in the office, so I kind of always have to maneuver through not taking any meetings from like 8:30 to 9, just to make sure. And I try to do 8:30 to 9:30 because I know there's always conversations that are had right after. So you're like, you kind of want to dive I, in on that. I, I'm almost just going to take a day off of work those days from now on just because like there's so much I want to you know do on those days so yeah I, would, I, I won't I'd be a terrible employee that day because I'd still be thinking about stuff that's uh, me the day after the Oscars I've turned it into a tradition yeah. of like that's a vacation day I just take the day off be. because like yeah. it's there's too much to discuss after and like you're up late just thinking about what could have been I I learned after La La Land I have to take off the next day because I was too angry. <laughs> I barely slept of how angry I was. Uh, but that yeah, was my first Oscars. So at least I was happy with that. My... I was like, that's a memorable one. Now I wasn't I... happy because at that point I didn't like Moonlight. I was some angsty teenager. Was like, oh, it's not that good. I watched it again. It's really good. Oh yeah, it's not Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, like for I me, just, uh, yeah. my first Oscars were '97, uh, uh, the Titanic so year. Just because like they were, I was like 10 years old, and they were like the biggest mm-hmm. thing the biggest movie in the world. My first heartbreak though was 2010. And that's when I knew that the Oscars don't give the best movie, the the best picture to the best movie. When took you 13 years to learn that. Yeah. I I was, I was like nine, 10 years old. You had a good run for 13 years. No, no. These are good movies. Honestly, honestly, looking back at it, I mean, I was going to say in hindsight, in hindsight as a kid watching it, I'm like, ah, Whatever, Dave, cool. you were you were you were a big Chicago lover. Is that what you Absolutely. were? You know? <laughs> no, you know when I when I thought the Oscars could do no wrong as a kid, I was because uh, I started at ten at sixteen years old when Lord of the Rings won Best Picture. I'm like, mm. yeah, they're gonna give all these big popular movies Best Picture again, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. And then 2010 yeah. is when like I was already like in college, really paying more attention to the season, and then the King's Speech beat the Social Network, and then I lost my oh, mind. And, oh, Hunter, you know my likes. No, I, oh, I, 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 I was, I like the social network more, barely. Really? Barely? barely? Barely. It's the King's Speech, man. What <laughs> oh, you think? my you, lady. You, you, yeah, it's the King's Speech. It's the King's Speech. You think, like, that is the most prototypical true of all time. Like, of all time, it is. And it's just exactly what I want. I haven't seen the King's Speech in 13 years. I have not either. Like, it's, <laughs> I, it won, like I remember like mumblings then when I was like, because I was like thirteen of that. When I was like, oh, it won Best Picture, is one of the best films. I was like, oh, I should watch this. So I watched it on like Kindle, and uh, I don't remember a single thing about it now. So I gotta watch it again. It's so. funny. I'm thinking of like uh, that whole decade, and then I haven't seen The Artist since 2011. I, mm. I, I collect. I'm collecting all the Best Picture winners on Blu-ray. Just have a physical collection of all of them. I just mm-hmm. picked up The Artist. It just came in today. So mm-hmm. once I in like early February, I'm just gonna dive in and give it another shot. I did. I was more like indifferent to it than anything. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, well, you know, that's for another conversation. But yeah, let let's dive into before we get into our nomination predictions. What we watch for the week. Uh, I'm gonna keep it short since um we have a lot to talk about. Uh. Jack got what he wanted. I watched all the Wallace, Woo! all the Wall. How is it? Is it, is it Wallace and or or Gromit and Wallace and Gromit? Gromit is. Man, you watch these. Gromit, I mean, yeah, Gromit's the man. Gromit's the man. Yeah. Gromit, yeah. Gromit is like greater than times like thirty. But I mean, I was a little nervous because it didn't start off that grand day outfit. That yeah. was, 
that was a rough and I'm like, why does Jack love all these things? I'm like, it's so <laughs> mediocre. And then we get to the trousers. I'm like, all right, we're in. Yeah, we're there in. it is. Hitchcock does claymation, baby. Yeah, that train <laughs> sequence is absolute money. Uh, so I did I did enjoy all of them. So outside you of- You got to get around to the movie. As of now, it's the only stop motion best animated feature winner. True. Until another Until, couple yeah. more weeks. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have to give it a shot now that I saw the- these uh for friday the 13th i watch all the friday the 13th movies hunter gives zero fucks about that so i'm not even gonna, I, I, i'm not gonna even dive on that surprising but i was like god damn that's a lot of movies 12 yeah uh i i'm getting ready for this week with infinity pool i saw possessor uh still damn yeah. good oh, yeah. it's so good. It's good uh let me see what else did i want to highlight uh can't talk about this movie yet uh the oh uh, Last of Us. I can actually talk about great show. Can't wait for everyone to watch it. It's the best mm-hmm. comic, the best video game adaptation of all time. Not even close. Uh, I think the Emmys are going to eat this up next year, and I'll let you guys take it from there when you guys watch it. And uh, last thing I want to mention is, oh, I saw uh, two more things. Sick. This uh, written by written by Kevin Williamson who drew, wrote Scream. Nice little fun slasher. Uh, COVID era slasher. And then I saw, uh, I don't, I'm very hit or miss on Netflix, uh, true crime docs, the hatchet wield and hitchhiker I saw, uh, and it's very exploitive. I didn't really mind with it. And finally, probably the worst movie. Here it is. I don't, I'm not going to go on a rant cause we have a lot of shit to do, but like <laughs> my head fucking hurt by the time this movie ended, uh, skin of uh, Shutter sent me a screener to watch. Um, I think it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I don't like. I I like slow burns, not as much as Hunter. I Hunter's the king of that, and I don't want to get take that crown away from him. Thanks. I do like like I have my fun with slow burns. Don't get me wrong. I like. I joked on Letterbox. I'd rather if I wanted to hear white noise and stare at the wall. I'd just bring up my daughter's nanet camera and just stare into that. This movie is awful. It is such, such pretentious trash. The the people that I I, I don't want to listen. If you like it, you like it. I just consider your taste awful. I, you know, everyone takes a shit that it's like everyone's taste. Some shits just smell worse. I can't imagine anyone really liking this movie that in my circle. Uh even Hunter who likes Memory, I can't fathom if he watches. 10 minutes of this movie that he'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, I can't, I, even I can't deal with this. See, I won't watch it because even if there's a 1% chance I like it, I'm like, you know what? I don't need to have that in my life now that you'll, you'll hate me if I like no, it. Like, no, never that. Never that. Let's not have that chance. And, no. Yeah, it's, no, I, I also just, I think just, Dave like, would I, howl I, with I, laughter if he liked it, just, just from the sheer shock yeah. of it. I can't, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't imagine. Like a I, I watched I watched five minutes of that short you sent uh, yesterday, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't really want to watch an hour and forty minutes of this." Or That's whatever pretty it is. much it. When I I wish I saw the short before the screener came in because yeah. the short that is the movie, but just for an hour and forty minutes. Mm. Well, like there's some creepy parts of it, but I was just like, "Eh, I don't, I don't, I don't." I, I just personally have no interest in that. So yeah, and then yeah, that's pretty much what all I, all I have this week. Jack, what do you got? Uh, all right, so I. Weirdly enough, had a kind of double feature of Eat the Rich movies of 2022. There's uh, a lot I of them. The, I, I, there are. I watched uh, Triangle of Sadness, finally. Dave, Ooh. I'm right with you. I think the Aww. first 
two acts incredible right like, everything in the storm i loved like all the whole build-up was great uh all the characters were really really fun to just be with but it just kind of started to feel like it was repeating itself a lot near the end and i don't think it was exactly like the most like i don't know it was kind of some obvious cheap, like cheap shots where it was just like eh, you know but really fun movie overall i would say and i definitely had a blast with it and then I also watched the menu. Yeah. Uh, big, big succession vibes. I could definitely tell it was written by one of the big writers for it. And I couldn't stop thinking about Dave, what succession character would you want to see most in that movie? Cousin Greg. Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, Tom or Greg. Yeah. One of, one of those two for sure. You can <laughs> see a world where you take all those characters out and you really could just place everyone from succession in here. And it kind of works, but we already got that in that season one episode. If you remember, obviously no one getting murdered or anything, but the one where everyone's like dogs or where Logan makes everyone like how like, Oh dog yeah. Season be- two. Season that was season two. two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of got that already. Yeah, we did. Uh, so yeah, that was great. Uh, I rewatched Jackass forever. Uh, great. You had, you had a great take. You want to tell Hunter where your take was? About stunts. Oh, oh yeah. I, 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 I don't know why. I, I, I guess it's just because, like, I it's not, like, the name before, but I don't know why they can't be considered for best stunt ensemble at SAG. Granted, they would probably just win in a wash <laughs> if they were if they were just Because it's, like, yeah. not the stunt performers, but, like, why can't they be considered? <laughs> that's true. Is it stunts if you're trying to get hurt, you know? is That, that is that's true. Maybe the thing. That, that, I, I, yeah. I have no... I have no idea if like if the maybe the goal of their stunts you know in the, the official category is like you know the the art of not getting hurt but doing something dangerously and jackass is just like ah fuck it we're just gonna do it but but i also think they should present an oscar straight up or at least get or at least get knoxville too because they brought out like the athletes last year and i was like the jackass guys are right there they just had a movie come out or you, you, about you, didn't, come want, out. you didn't want sean white to introduce james bond for no reason oh, <laughs> sean white <laughs> Or no, it was Tony Hawk. It was Tony Hawk, not Sean White. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong, wrong extreme sport. Uh, and that was it. Oh, and then I rewatched Wrong Trousers as well. Awesome. Five out of five, masterpiece. And Hunter, do you got anything? Uh, after my big break for the last couple weeks, I'm starting to slowly get back in. I watched a man called Auto a week ago. You, so it's Fine. funny. We we had a conversation in the ch- i thought you were you were you're like oh you think i'm you'll probably think i'm hard you gave it three out of five that's good i went I three out i went 3.5 out of five it's not like i went it's, that much higher i know i was you know i am a master comedian of course that is so. that is that is you're <laughs> yeah, right up so, there with carmichael right sure i don't even know who that is oh yeah i know i remember i'm sorry <laughs> i thought you were talking about somebody else it took me a second that's how that's how kind of forgettable that show was and i'm like oh who is that i'm like oh yeah the guy who just hosted the gold Globes. yeah it's it's fine like Tom Hanks can't do any wrong. The movie can do a little wrong. I'll give it that. So then I went uh, two older movies. Watch Radio Days by Woody Allen, which is so good. I've I 1980s and 90s Woody Allen before the turn of the century is like peak powers where he's just got like doing so many interesting movies. And I really enjoyed this one. Uh, I watched have the OGs. Seen, uh, have you seen The Night in Paris? Yes, it's been. Okay, I was gonna say that's so like gotta, a, that's a hotter movie. If I've ever I gotta seen rewatch one. that because I watched it um in high school and I was like, ah, that's okay. And I'm like, I've I gotta rewatch that movie. So I, I think sh- I'll I sh- eat that up. Yeah, 
uh, all yeah, I've watched almost all of his recent movies, like his last like five or six, and mostly all of them are pretty bad. So, but the the older ones are great. Uh, I watched the original Suspiria. Uh, sorry, <sighs> is, is, is I, I'll even say much better than this one. That is this one's this one's fine. Blasphemous. I mean, not fine. It is it is a good movie in terms of what it's trying to deliver. But for me, as a person who watched the remake first and is now watching this, I'm like, there's so many voids here. There's so, like, stripped down. You've taken this big, giant, nice oak tree and you've cut it down just to the trunk. And I'm like, I want more. I want all the leaves. I want everything that you can that you gave me the first time. Because it's you and you have such immaculate taste. I'm like, okay. I, I just oh yeah we had our our very heated discussion. Oh, the, so know, heated. We were, yeah, we were like we were tearing each other apart. <laughs> Yeah, um, God, like the only thing I the only like, and I see your point with the whole the reverse watch, but for me, being like such a you know, it's one of my favorite horror films, the original mm-hmm. Suspiria. I think Luca did too much. It's kind of the hot, and it. I think Halloween, two thousand seven is what really gives me the bad vibes of like these expanded mm. like. Sometimes less is more with these horror movies, especially. Oh when, yeah. 70s horror, I think, works so well, like Suspiria, Halloween, stuff like that. Even The Exorcist. The Exorcist doesn't have too much exposition outside of that opening, like, 15 minutes. The less you know, it's what makes it scarier. Not, like... But Luke is like, I want to throw everything on the wall, because everything's gonna, you know... And this this case, it all stuck for me. Yeah, and I mean, I think the... Both, I, you know, I'm not even. I, I haven't seen that movie in five years at this point, so maybe I'll give Lucas say, another I've, shot. I've seen it. I've seen it three times now, the last couple of years, and it keeps getting better. So, and I'll probably watch it again this Halloween. Halloween. Ten months. All right. Yeah. Anything else? And then well, last one or two more. Let me be quick. Uh, yesterday, I watched Saint Omer, the French Oscar submission. Uh, really great movie as well. It's just a, it's a it's a, about a trial where a mother drowned her baby in the ocean, and she claims that it was like sorcery that made her do it. And, you know, immediately you're like, oh, she's guilty and crazy. But then it takes the two hours going through the the, the courtroom trial. And you start to really understand the whole complexities of this one. It's like a documentary as well, where like it's a courtroom drama with none of the theatricality, none of the overtopness. It's just like, here's how it happened. And it's, it. it's, it's really good. And then. Uh, my friends and I were on Discord last night talking, gaming, whatever, and then we were like, you know, we haven't seen The Prestige in so many years. <laughs> so That's we watched The Prestige. Uh, we probably finished it about six hours ago. We were up a little too late for that one, but it was so good. So, uh, yeah, I I haven't seen The Dark Knight in a while, but The Prestige would be one of my favorite, probably my favorite Christian Nolan movie I right now. So my top five or six, my, too. Yeah, I love that movie. It's, yeah. it's, it's so uh, good. Even knowing the twist, obviously, now, that's, you know, like any good magician, he is, even though I know the ending, how the trick is being played, I still was like, wow, this is just so much fun to watch. Like, it's just rewatchable because it's a goddamn good movie. I also it's think, so well made. I also think it gets lost in the shuffle because uh, it comes out the same year as, around the same time as Batman Begins. So, was it a year apart? Yeah, just, I thought you were going to say the same year as The Illusionist. I was like, bah. Oh, I remember yeah. The Illusionist. Oh, yeah, I yeah. remember that. <laughs> I was like, nobody cares about that movie. Oh, shit. Now, I, haven't, I have not seen it, so I can't be dogging on it. But like, I, I haven't I, seen it because it's the same year as The Prestige. Like, so I, like, I, like, I liked both of them, but The Prestige is just like on another yeah. level. So um, I, I kind of want to watch The Illusionist just to see, like, what's the, what is the comparisons? I might watch that tonight now. Yeah, I mean, I don't. 
yeah, I can't imagine you'll love it. I haven't seen it in oh, 17 not. years since 2006, so uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So let's get to why we're here. Uh, our prediction for the 95th Academy Award nominations. Uh, I'm skipping shorts because I have not seen the shorts. Mm. I could just go online and find what people are predicting and do it that way, but I, I didn't want to do that. I, I yeah. go off, I go off Gold Derby and a few other places. I'm like, good enough. Like yeah. if I go three of five on all these, whatever. Yeah. So let, let's skip that. Let's get to the awards we probably did our homework on. Uh, let's yeah. start with best visual effects. And I think what we'll do is we'll alternate categories. I'll, I'll kick it to one of you guys. I'll start it off with visual effects. Um, so, I guess I'll do my five, and if you guys have anything different, feel free to chime in. Yeah. So I have Avatar The Way of Water, uh, Top Gun Maverick, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and they always like doing the more subtle visual effects in a war movie. I have All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> Does anyone well, have anything I, different? I've got I'm, one different. All right, well, you go on because I do not, so. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, well, I actually share your all quiet prediction with you i don't oh, have the okay. i don't have the batman interesting uh, okay i, I am instead it's... going for the more flashy superhero vfx yeah, in doctor yeah. strange and the oh, multiverse okay. of madness it's that it was between that and all quiet for me where i'm like because like doctor strange got in so you know there's precedence but black panther is also interesting because i don't because despite the originals, like good good performance, I don't think yeah. that made it into the it did it because the visual effects were in the final sequence were pretty bad. I think yeah. the visual effects in here with everything they had to do with water, similar to Avatar, yeah. I think that's what kind of may push it over the over in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I I think it's been everyone fighting for second place here. You know. Oh because, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's probably the most not boring category, but like the, you know the deserving film is going to win here. So. Uh, totally agree uh jack i'll kick it to you what are your five for best sound best sound so uh i think that it's probably going to come down to the top two in terms of a winner top gun maverick and avatar the way of water which is how i think a lot of these tech categories is probably going to shake up yeah Uh, and i have elvis all quiet on the western front and everything everywhere all at once Ooh. Well, okay. like like Hunter said before, you can skip me because those are my exact five. Oh, okay, so instead of everything everywhere once, I have the Batman. Yep, that's my I six. Went, I went, I went, and, yeah, and everything everywhere once is my six. So uh, I just went to the guilds, the motion picture sound editors, and the cinema audio, uh, cinema audio society, which is mixing, and the Batman played very well in both of those. Everything everywhere once did very well, and the editors not in the mixing. I don't have any research on that so i don't know why but i'm just like eh, we'll go with batman much bigger movie interesting. i feel like none of us have babylon that's babylon with all, with all, all the music all the music sequences I've unfortunately yeah but yeah. also in those guilds it was the only movie that got like blanked it got zero love and they split up between period they split up between contemporary and sci-fi so it's like there's openings that never got a single nomination so i was like well all right, that's not good. So yeah, same here. I mean, I I like your Batman pick. It's I'm more on the telling the story of like the Academy's gonna love everything everywhere all at once. So that's kind of where I went with it. But yeah, yeah. I, I I'm with you. I could easily see the Batman come in here. It was it was a close call. I'm just like yeah, we'll go with this one. And if if everything everywhere gets in, I'm like that. It would make sense. So we'll all see. right, hundred best original score. Where are you at here? 
I also say sound and editing go together well. So I'm I'm not predicting Batman and editing. So that's also or sound. Yeah, sounding. So that might change my uh, prediction eventually. Uh, all right. So score I have Babylon, okay. The Fablemans, Women Talking, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, and Banshees of Inisherin. And we're just gonna go with the Golden Globes lineup okay. practically. Um, yeah, yeah. Go all ahead. All pre- pre- previous winners slash nominees slash you know big heavy names in this category. Jack, do you have anything different? That's my five as well. Uh, right. I, I I have Fablemans in first right now, but mm. it's just placeholder. I've got yeah. them I, I I have first in the nomination because it's John Williams. So mm-hmm. like he'll get in, but like to win because also Justin Hurwitz. I'm like, well, I don't know. They snub first man. They could throw something here, but I I'm not predicting it because I, I I don't do that. So <laughs> here. I'm gonna get a little crazy as we go on with the fives here. Um, are you? You have the four I, of the five, or are you? I have four out of the five. Yeah, I have Babylon, Fableman, Spin. One, one I have in sixth place. You might have it then. Uh, I have everything, everywhere, all at once at five. Oh, okay. I did not mm. have that. Highly doubt it, but I, I think if they love the movie enough, the women talking score. I mean, it's just that movie's. I'm, does, but that, does that it take down hill everywhere? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The one like that's the one thing that that's like stayed consistent. Really, I think you may you may be changing my mind and just going woman talking yeah. when I write this Plus, article up. Uh, the other guild slash regional critic players like the Batman and Tar have been doing well. They're not even eligible, so you know we Which got is that blasphemy. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- yeah. I think so. you may have convinced me well, with women good. talking. And sixth place I have is Terrence Blanchard for the Woman King. Oh, yeah. I, I, because he has been on the tear. We got Black Klansman, which was a big movie. But then he also got Defy Bloods, the only nomination for that movie. So I'm like, they obviously like Terrence Blanchard. I could easily see him slide in here. I do so. love, I do love, I wasn't sure where, if I was going to be the only one that had it. I'm, uh, Pinocchio on here because they just love to spot. So they love to spot. Yeah. So, and, and it's a well liked movie. It's not the French Dispatch where they just don't care about the movie. Yeah. Um, original song. I'll take this one. Uh, we have Natu Natu, Hold My Hand, Lift Me Up, Chow Papa, and because I'm not a madman, and I think mm-hmm. we just need to do it, even though I have no idea what the hell this is. I have, a, <laughs> I have applause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, what, I don't know what that is. Warm. Yeah, I don't know what. You, I don't even know what the hell this movie is. I'm just yeah. But yeah, if there's no guaranteed five, just put Diane Warren in if she has a song. That's pretty much where I went with here. Yeah, it was it was that because the fifth one kind of so far, fifth or sixth is the Carolina song by Taylor Swift. Mm. And Taylor Swift has still never been nominated in this category. Yeah. So not that she's brought like banger songs into it. because She had the song from Cats. I was like, well, that no one cares about that. And then she had a few others. So but it's Diane Warren. Like I, she has an honorary Oscar now, so like that could be something. But I also think it doesn't matter if they're going to nominate her because they want to. It doesn't matter if this movie does not exist. Like truly, this is not a real movie. This is a fake movie to get yeah. a nomination. It feels like I don't know what it is. Have you ever? Have you seen? You you haven't seen? I it, right? oh god, I never heard of it. <laughs> I actually going to look it up right now. It's like tell it like a woman. I think it's funny yeah. because when I when I was doing my work, my research on it, and just finalizing. Things. All I did for my five spot was I just Googled, does Diane Warren have a 2022 song in a movie? <laughs> yeah. And once I saw right. that, I'm like, all I right. Same thing. Tell it like a woman. Hour and 50 minutes. Stories of women, both in front of and behind the camera. So sure. It's not a documentary. It's a documentary? Okay. I, no, it's not. It's a 
fictional movie? It it doesn't list documentary just by the snippets of the trailer. It looks weird. It looks kind of like an anthology starring Cara Delevingne, Marsha Gay Harden, Evan Longoria. You lost me at Cara uh, Delevingne. Released October 7th, 2022. Made how many dollars? Uh, unreported amount of dollars. So we have no idea. Jennifer Hudson's in this movie. What the? Why? <laughs> Who is? What is this? Like it didn't even get a festival release or nothing. It just came out, and we don't know how many places. That's terrible. So yeah, it's like the the yeah. Um. Uh, all right. I I'm glad we're all on the same path here. I thought someone would not have Diane Warren, so that's good. Uh, uh, Jack, take us to production design. What do you have there? Alrighty. Uh, so I have Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Babylon. Avatar The Way of Water, Elvis, mm-hmm. and All Quiet on the Western Front Ooh. in my long shot sixth, fifth place. Mm-hmm. Hunter, what do you got? Do you have any, I'm sure you have some different ones here. I'm crazy. None of us yet have gone three out of five with the others. We're all missing just – it's that fifth spot for everyone else. We have something different. Now, obviously, All Quiet on the Western Front is sixth place for me right now. I have The Fablemans instead right now. So, Only because it got in at the guilds a little bit better. I don't, um, you know, that obviously doesn't translate well, but I'm thinking Rick Carter, the Fablemans, he won for Avatar, he won for Lincoln. I think he can get in for this one, even though I have all quite a few other categories. So this was a little bit of a, hmm, I wonder why I didn't pick it here, though. Um, for me, I actually did go three out of five here with Jack. Okay, good. Oh. There we go. So I have Babylon. Yeah. I have Avatar. I have Elvis. I do have the Fablemans. Um, and I, I I need you guys to help me on this one. I either have Everything Everywhere All at Once or All Quiet on the Western Front. And I'm leading toward... You don't toward... have Black Panther? No. Oh, wow. Has that been it getting won, it? It won. It won it, it, I was going to say, didn't the predecessor win this original? It did. It did. Yeah. yeah. That, that's kind of why I think it's I think it's in for a nomination regardless. But I don't, I, I'm not sure if it's going to win. No. But Everything Everywhere, I think, c- could happen. I think that's uh, where I'm going to lead, to be honest with you. You um, said either that or all quiet? Yeah. 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 Everything everywhere. It, even Glass Onion, too, I think. Oh, that's a good a, one. That could I, be I a surprise. I think that could have a chance, yeah. yeah. Was, um, I, I, think, I, I do have – I have uh, – go – this is more of not a, not a rhetorical question, so you go ahead, actually. No, I was going to say, if you want to – before you take us to makeup and hairstyling, if you have anything else to add. Oh, I'm just curious. I could I could have looked this up. What is the production design for Avatar? Like, just just because does it count if it's digital? Because obviously there are no real sets really in that movie. What I'm just I'm just curious. I kind I I I don't know how to answer that. The only way I can answer that is by saying if that gets in, but Pinocchio doesn't get in, I kind of would be pretty well, annoyed. Because yeah. I think like, has... I, I'm not I'm not trying to like be snobby and be like, oh, what are the sets in Avatar? Like, I'm just generally curious because like, at what point does that become just visual effects? You know, that you created this on a computer. And I gotta say, I mean, I think av- even though I do have Avatar a little bit in other categories going forward, I think the movie's in a little bit of trouble because I recently saw it again because Disney sent us added it to the critics portal. Yeah, the movie and. It didn't shock me. Do I still like it more than the first? Yes. But the movie does not play well at home at all. Well, I mean, why would you watch it at home? Your first time, I'll give you that. Yeah. Like, 
and you can imagine that Oscar voter the 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 movie was just added to the uh, Oscar voter panel, uh, digital digital panel. I can't imagine that people are gonna be like, hey, we can watch it at home, and let's go to the movies. They're gonna watch it at home, and they may not be as aroused by it as people that watch it in theaters. I'd also say this is voted by the production guild or whatever of that, and they they know it. You know, they would uh. They would take that into account less than just the regular Good Oscar point. voter, you know. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm more thinking above the line stuff too. When the entire yeah. academy is voting on the, all right. once, yeah. All right, makeup and hairstyle. I I think we should go f- at least four for five here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go. Okay, so I have Elvis, the Whale, the Batman, Babylon. And then all quiet in the Western Front. Okay, we're four for five. Uh, okay, I mean that you know that's about the same. So okay, so I went. I mine was through the guilds again. I when it, for these crap categories, I just love to go through that. Like wh- who is being nominated by the people close to this? So Black Panther and Batman got in. Uh, Babylon, Elvis from the period all the time. The Whale is special makeup effects, so it's like a little bit different for mm-hmm. guild things. But you know, it's it, just just watch the movie. You, you, you know, you see it. Um, so. Jack, do you have anything different? Uh, I also went for, I believe I went four for five. I have the whale, Elvis, the Batman, Babylon, and in my fifth spot, I have Blonde. My uh, guy, so do okay. I. So See, do that I. Was, that, that one was six because that one and Amsterdam, for whatever reason, have been getting in everywhere. Both those movies are dead. Amsterdam well, scares me, honestly. It's, like, that's why I'm there's like, always what? A weird, There's always a weird, like, makeup nomination. Now, that I'll give it, one. granted, it got in a long list at, like, BAFTA and Oscar, but then it also got in at this makeup guild in period. I'm like, okay, it's getting there. And then Blonde as well, because it's very showy work. So, I, I it, it's it's close for Blonde for me, but I'm going to quiet. So, for me, I... Looking at where I'm going a little later, I can't mm-hmm. imagine two nominees in that category be a low nominee. So I have to have a second nomination for that movie. And that's kind of where I yeah. end I'm blonde. I, I have a similar thought process. Jack, can't, right? Can't just, it can't just be <laughs> the suicides. It can't be Suicide Squad. <laughs> I can't still can't believe that. that movie won that Oscar. Yeah. Oh, man. Over, yeah, craziness. Jack, why don't you take us to film editing? Film editing, alright. So, I have Everything Everywhere, Top Gun Maverick, Elvis, The Fablemans, and just kind of based on the whole, you know, like, bet the, the supposed, again, we don't have a whole lot of stats that are reliable at this point, uh, for the best picture editing, I have Banshees of Inisherin in here, too. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Uh, I have four out of five there. So do I. Um, my five. My five is Avatar. Okay, and my fifth is The Fablemans. So, and oh, same wait, logic what, what, as what Jack. Did, what did you? Oh, sorry, have? sorry. No, no, sorry. I had Babylon instead of Banshees. Not right. That I would be great. I, I would. It was one of those where it is between Babylon and Banshees for me because I was like, well, if they like Banshees a lot, usually those get pulled in there. The all of the Green Book nomination for editing, where it's like. Okay, I guess so. so. Yeah, I, I I love that Babylon one. If it happens, uh, next up and, we have. Go ahead. And it was also because sound and film editing go together. I was like Avatar, maybe just because it's going to be in sound, so it's a good correlation there. But I still got nine days to decide here. I'm probably going to switch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, costume design. I I 
I can't see us not going five for five here. Uh, I have Elvis, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Babylon, The Fablemans, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Four out of five. Four okay. out of five. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Jack, weirdly, what do you got? And, and weirdly enough, you're, you're like that one that we don't line up on is not the one that you might think. I have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Babylon, The Woman King, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Oh, I, interesting. I have, okay. I have The Woman King as well. Okay. Oh, okay. So, but also watch out for Mark Bridges and the Fablemans because Joker got zero uh, costume nominations all season, got the Oscar nomination for no reason. So, who knows? But yeah, I've I've Woman King. Yeah, and then the Woman King situation is kind of when we get to another category, it's kind of where I'm having a little bit of trouble because mm-hmm. of like I don't know outside of costumes, I don't know where to place that movie. Yeah, like it was on the outside. It's on the outside for score for me. It's on the outside for like production design. I just have it here, but if there, if this there's a, there's a lot of pass for overperforming for that movie. If it Agreed. if it overperforms, there's a lot of different areas it can be. And you also have uh, in this category corsage, which this this category has gotten tied more to best picture. So maybe in years past it would have been corsage, but not anymore. I I don't think. Alrighty, uh, Hunter, cinematography. Ooh, fun one. Um, okay. Scroll up. Uh, I have Top Gun Maverick, Avatar The Way of Water, The Fablemans, Empire of Light, and, and All Quiet in the Western Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope yeah. Even Just for Deacon. it got the ASC, it got the Critics' Choice, and it's Roger fucking Deacon. Yeah. Like, he got yeah. in for Unbroken, he got in for Prisoners. Great movie. That's the only nomination it got. He got in for The Reader. What's the cinematography in the reader? I don't know. But that, that was that was a little different era where there's five best picture nominees and they just align. But it's like it's Roger Deakins and it's very good work. I think even though the movie's not great, it's definitely the best part of the movie. Is it looks amazing. So I went. So, I also went four for five. Um, okay. I have Top Gun, Avatar, All Quiet, Fablemans. I th- I'm just being a fanboy here. I went with the Batman. Oh okay. Yeah. No. I I was like he Greg Fraser just won the Oscar and. The Batman is incredible work as well, so I would really like it. I would have loved it. I would like it. Jack, what do you got? Here? I also went four out of five. This is the first one where I'm really like that fifth spot to me. Like I'm kind of open on. Mm-hmm. I currently have the Banshees of Eddie Sheeran. Ooh, but that Empire of Light yeah. Roger Deakins point, I didn't consider that whatsoever. I still think Babylon obviously has a shot. Just Should be. Really flashy mm-hmm. cinematography. Even Bardo. I think Bardo yeah. has yeah. A, a was... kind of a sleeper pick that might mm-hmm. just fly under the radar. And the Batman, too. But I don't – I'm, I'm sticking with the Banshees for now. But I think if I do end up switching, it'd be either the Empire of White or Bardo. So we all we all, all quiet in the Western Front, right? Yes. 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 That's nice to hear. I, it's actually my fifth place. Like Empire of Light is like third place. For oh me. wow, first, interesting. Really? Okay. I'm like, like Fablemans is fourth because it missed ASC, but it's like it's Janusz Kaminski. Yeah. And Janusz, Janusz, Janusz always misses ASC. Yeah, Janusz and Spielberg. I'm like, it's fine. I'm not too worried. And then uh, Avatar and Top Gun. I'm like, I don't even think about it. Like they're in. So yeah, right. awesome. But like Empire of Light, I was like, yeah, just, it's. Once it got ASC, if it didn't, then I wouldn't pick it. But once it got that and it's Deacons, I'm like, ah, why not? Um, moving on to documentary feature, Hunter, I'll let you take this one. 
Oh, I get to repeat. Oh, you repeat. Oh, you just went. I- I'll take it then. All right. I'll, you know, we have go ahead. we have Fire of Love, and I'll say this: this is like the throwing on the wall and see what sticks because you know how the documentary branches. I have yeah. Fire of Love, Navani, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, All That Breeze, and Moon Age Daydream. Ooh, okay. Oh, we're yeah. four for five. I oh, don't have Moon interesting. Age. Okay, I didn't think we would even go four for five on that one. All right, great. No, no, I was surprised. I thought we were gonna go five for five. It's like the first category, five for five is documentary. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I, I'll give it. I haven't seen any of these movies, so like I go off the stats and then be like, if I get three out of five, four out of five, whatever. It's documentary branch. They do whatever they want. But instead of Moon Age Dream, I have Descendant because okay. it got PGA National Board Review. It has the Netflix. And Moon Age Daydream, the music documentaries that are archival footage is not their big thing, the documentary branch. So they didn't care about Velvet Underground last year and stuff. So it, I guess my own that counter was, would be like, that a music doc won last year with Summer of Soul. So, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And Fire, or, um, uh, uh, Moon Age did get like editing and sound shortlist. So like that is – but it's also – Document range, oh, different yeah. You never know. That. So, yeah, but it's like know. it's one of those where like those are two strong cases. But I'm like, I just go with what's like predicted. And I'm like, I'm not gonna try to outsmart them because that never works. So. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see a world where I go five for five here. I okay. expect, I expect at least two of these to miss because that's what they do. Uh, Jack, yeah. what do you got different here? Uh, I'm five for five with Dave. Oh, interesting. I, I agree. Yeah, I do, I do agree with Moon Age Daydream. I think it's also one of just the most popular ones. Like it had yeah. a big theatrical run. Like the like a theatrical one that like people that like who I know are not like really involved with mm-hmm. movies like they were aware of it and they were like oh I'm going out to the IMAX to see Moon Age Daydream yeah. so it was a big pot and it, whereas I think Velvet Underground I think that was just an Apple TV uh, Apple TV Plus movie yeah but, pandemic yeah but uh, I was yeah. gonna say Apollo Eleven and the Mister Rogers documentary made like ten million dollars ah Mister Rogers. Oh well. The fact is like pro- all the be- like even all the beauty and the bloodshed and all that breeze, which are like cleaning up the awards. I'm like, all right, they'll probably miss skip them actually. Yeah, they they can do whatever they want in this category. They, they, I don't. And know. I'll tell you one thing, I don't like all the beauty and the bloodshed at all. Uh, at I have not all. So. Navani is on out of the bunch. I think Navani is the best out of the five out of mm-hmm. the five I have. Um, yeah. Jack, your favorite category: animated feature. Ooh. All right, I gotta go back. Okay. Uh, so Pinocchio. Yep. Uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yep. Turning red. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, and Wendell in the Wild. Actually, there's a Ooh. there's only like two movies. I, think. I I mean I don't know. There's a couple. I don't know. It's really in that fifth spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was either that for me or My Father's Dragon. Uh, mm-hmm. but I just kind of went with Wendell in the Wild because that's probably the one that they're a bit more familiar with of the of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I went four for five. I have uh the bad guys and my father. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was between bad guys, my father's dragon, and Wendell and Wild. I went Wendell Wild because it was Henry Selleck. He's a big name. Netflix is backing it. Um, also, it's on a technical level. I think it would be it's the maybe next Pinocchio like the best animated movie just in terms of like the actual animation within Wendell and Wild story and all that stuff that's you know other things so all righty this this was an easy one uh who's number two just curious two is probably turning red for me it's like because like marcel the show it's different animation like i i have in third place right now 
But if it gets snubbed, I wouldn't be like Same here. on the floor gassed. I'd be like, yeah, maybe, but like I'm not gonna not predict to get it. I'd be know? more on like, damn, it sucks, but yeah, doesn't yeah. shock me. Um, like, put some boots I haven't because the original got in and the yeah, people actually much better. Really like this one. Yeah, people. I was I like, oh, no. having like a surge right now too. for yeah. sure. I can see I this style of animation too. Uh, when they make the next Shrek movie, it's going to bring more life into it. They're going to probably use this style of animation for the new Shrek when they get to it. Uh, Hunter, adapted screenplay. You just don't care about international international feature. film. Or uh, I have it. I. Let me see where I have it. I mean, we just did documentary and animation, you know. Uh, actually, I had it a little higher, but let's do it. Let's do it. Run it. Run international yeah. feature. Thank you. One of my favorites, actually. I I, I wanted to do it because adapted screenplay is a little boring this year, so I didn't want to have to do it. I'll let you have it. Uh, all right, nominees. Uh, you know, I'll quiet the Western Front. Yep. Better decision to leave. Mm-hmm. Close. Argentina, nineteen eighty five. In fifth place, Bardo. So, Jack, with, we're... yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, you guys talked before I start. I'm, I'm currently, I've got four out of five of those sealed up. Mm-hmm. One of them, I'm still on the fence, and Bardo is what I'm going between. Oh yeah, like I, uh, I'm barely predicting it right now. I, I, I think it's either Bardo or EO. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Quiet Girl could sneak in. Yeah. Uh the top four, I think, are pretty safe but i think uh, i have i have bardo at the moment but i the don't know ha- nomination would make me happy i don't have close i have you everything okay. else i match okay so no close wow i, I love it showed up everywhere i know i'm fine with it this is more uh, of a personal preference i want that donkey okay. in here i, like, I love like, you well, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like 51 49 between bardo and eo right now for me just because in your in your e2 has four oscars now, granted, that's when it was the Academy at Large voting for him, not just the International Feature Branch. So there's a difference there, potentially. But I'm like, it's a big enough movie. It's got enough passion behind it. And also big detractors, so who knows. And I get to say the same with EO, where there's a lot of passion behind it as well. So I'm like, yeah. And also, last year we had Lunana, a yak in the classroom, get nominated. What the hell is that movie? So, like, there's always, like, they could throw up, like, Joyland from Pakistan or something. something that's yeah, not I could big. see that, they'll too. Just, like, they'll just toss it in there and be like, okay, I guess. Like, so if I go three out of five, four out of five, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, I, I feel more secure about Bardo than you guys just because it's Alejandro. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, 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 I'd be fine exactly. with it. I like the movie, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, same here. I like Bardo more than most. Which, uh, which is great because I like all these. I have not seen Argentina 1985, but, like, all these movies I really like, actually. So... You haven't seen – I know Hunter's seen EO. If you seen EO, uh, Jack? That's the one I'm yet to see. It's just now oh. coming to my city. So good, like, man. Next, so uh, good. I'm excited for it. It's a good the, pre- the premise alone in the trailer, I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's, like, and it's like 80 effect, minutes. Like, this is just like my kind of movie just in concept. Yeah. I- ironically, we spoke about a movie that is – I spoke about a movie that's terrible that has minimal dialogue. EO has minimal dialogue, and it's perfect. That movie is yeah. – you, you, yeah, so you could do it right. Donkey doesn't talk. Sorry to tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, I, I don't want to do this one, so I'm going to give this to Jack I, oh. because this is a cluster. <laughs> Adapted screenplay. Is oh. it really, though? I oh, think wondered. there's I think there's many possibilities in terms of one-offs here, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll let Jack so, go first. So, yeah. I, well, it's nice that we can have me go first because I, I also <laughs> agree, and I – Kind of play this one a little safe because I'm also willing to be 
convinced otherwise. I have women talking, the whale, glass onion, she said, and living. But like you guys said, I think there's maybe about four movies beneath it that could sneak in. Yeah, this is tough. So I have women talking, the whale, all quiet, glass onion, and I can't because I don't want to have two low nominees here. So I am right now torn between living and she said. Mm. That's kind of where I'm at. I just, well, okay, I, so you don't have Bill Nye in best I do. actor then? Is what well, I no, do. That's why yeah. I want him to include living because I don't want to – because right now Glass oh, okay. Onion would be a low nominee oh, okay. and yeah, then same with she said. So I don't want to have two. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm stuck. I'm like I think I want to go living and that's where my – that's the predicament I'm in right now. Where, yeah. What about you, I, I, I'm 5'5", five, five Jack. The same though where I'm like – it's almost too easy for yeah. this. Like, this is the five we've gone for like the last three months. I'm like, I don't know. But I'm also like, I don't know what to pick. Because I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Top Gun's in there. Like, if they really love Top Gun, they could do it. They, Man, they, you they, may they have convinced me. They nominated 1917 where I'm like, I love that movie. But what? No. The screenplay <laughs> that movie, who cares? But like, Top Gun, if they really love it. You know what? I think it you may could, have like, convinced I me. I, I don't have all quiet in, even though I have it in like a lot of other categories. I'm like that could make it too. So, or not likely, but Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That would be great. Maybe I, I would love that, but I'm, that's going to be something yeah. that I'll. It'll make me happy because of the nomination. So I'll forego yeah. so like points. So right now, like women talking, I have glass onion pretty well. The whale, I'm pretty good on living i'm pretty good she says the one i'm like i don't know because it like yeah. has no, no like that's like because like there's no shot in, like anything else like pretty much so i'm like it's really hard to, like hang on there Ever, yeah no i'm with you man not, and li- you met- living's close but it does have bill nye and the, it could get a costume design it could get other stuff from like it could and people like that movie. You I mean, mentioning like, people like people like she said as well, but like not the same, I guess. You mentioning Top Gun really has me thinking. It's like it's my sixth place. Where I'm like I like in a couple days, maybe in a week, I might take out she said the, uh, Top Gun. The I'm other like, thing probably. that I'm kind of just now realizing, looking at this, <laughs> I don't. There's not gonna. I don't think there's gonna be a big presence in terms of best picture and. Adapted screenplay overlay. So, no, what, there's what not. best picture nominees get in here is what's going to be really interesting. Which well, is that's why, why that's why Top Gun just looks even well, more. That's, that's why I also did it because like it's it'll be represented everything else. And spoiler, there's a reason women talking is here and might show up later. So, you know, so yes, uh, yeah, this is one of those categories for. Practically all season, we've been like, wow, this is a weak category. And now it's come time to be like, well, what do we got here? For sure. Like, uh, go I, ahead. Don't, I don't even – Top Gun screenplay, like, I'm sure, but, like, I, I really don't want it to. Like, come on, man. The screenplay for that movie? Ugh. But that's just how the category shaped out this year. Where, like, all the other ones just kind of have failed. So, whatever. All righty. For original screenplay, I'll take this one. Um, I have Banshees, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and my five is After Sun. Ooh. Okay. I think we're four for uh, five here. Yeah, we're, I I would think we all are the top four because they've just been the the, the players. 
Uh, last spot's a top up, toss up, toss up, Jesus Christ, between After Sun and what I have, Triangle of Sadness. I hope not. I really hope not. That uh, scares no. me so much that that may get in. I, that's that's fine. Now, the problem is um, both After Sun and Triangle of Sadness are not eligible at the Writers Guild. Yep. Nor do the Writers Guild nominations come out before the Oscar nomination, so, you know, no help there. We're going to go a little more blind. It had the Golden Globe nomination for best. Uh, comedy. Not that After Sun was ever going to be at the Globes. Who, you know, that was not. And it has Dolly De Leon potentially. Also, After Sun has Paul Mescal. So, I'm thinking Triangle Sun is a little more of the sensibilities where it's a very much a talky screenplay kind of movie. It's like The Lobster, a little bit like Knives Out, a little bit like The Worst Person in the World. A little different though. Last year, where it's After Sun, a, a great movie, one of my favorites of the years. The screenplay is great as well. It is not a traditional screenplay in terms of that. I think the direction and the editing really takes a lot more of that movie, even though the screenplay is amazing. So it's, it's tossed up between for me between those two movies. So. Jack, what about you? Yeah, I go for, I go five for five with Dave. I have After Sun mm-hmm. there in that fifth spot, mm-hmm. and I do think it's either that or Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I, again, I think these top, I mean, these top four are pretty much guarantees at this point to get into best yeah. picture. And then that fifth spot will be potentially a lone nominee, I think, yeah, in either case. Because be. I, I don't know to what extent Triangle of Sadness shows up beyond here because I don't, I don't think it gets any actors in. And but there's only one. I mean, Dolly's there's only one potential. Could. Yeah. It could. And yeah, even really. It, yeah. And even she, I'd say, is in, like, that fifth position, if so. Because, yeah. like, the only other one after this, looking at, like, the eligible, like, Babylon's the only one, and it's a distant, like, seventh place from yeah. me. Where, like, it could, probably not, because, like, after that's, like, decision to leave, the menu, Elvis, I'm like, ah. Oh, we haven't talked about Elvis. Well, screenplay? Yeah. I mean. Do you think it's, do you think it's, I, I, if it was, a, if it was an adapted screenplay, then I'd be like, oh yeah, but like since those four spots are really secured, and it also hasn't gotten in anywhere, which not the triangle is either, so I can't you know be throwing that around either. So yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I'm just saying, you never know. They've done weirder if, if, things. If, 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 if I would be a little mad if Triangle and After Sun are snubbed for Elvis for screenplay. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be like, come on, there's that's there's two worthy screenplay nominees there that were thrown away. But that I know, don't get personal with this because it just leads to disappointment. All right. Hunter, take us to supporting actor. Actor, okay, alright, alright. So we've got top three, pretty much I think we all have. Kei Kwan, Brendan Gleason, Barry Keon. Yep. Barry Keon Keon. Showed up everywhere. I mean, it's, you know, pretty much fourth spot. I have Paul Dano, got that SAG lifeline that really helped out, and he's in the best picture front runner. So, and fifth place, mostly because no one else seems to want to take fifth place. I have Brad Pitt in Babylon. Uh, you, mm. We have the exact same five. <laughs> and I'm not, like, confident in Brad Pitt in that one because Eddie Redmayne is there. He's got that SAG. He's got that Golden Globe. I also think nobody cares about the good nurse. No, it's a good movie. Nobody cares. Brian Tyree Henry and Causeway. Nobody cares about that movie. Great performance, though. And Ben Wishaw, Women Talking. Just hasn't shown up much of anywhere, so I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you 1,000%. So, the other uh, the other possible fives feel 
suspect. They're too it, flimsy. And Brad Pitt's a, a star, and Babylon's yeah, going to get I, other I, nominations. I just, I agree. It could also be me just reacting to watching the Golden Globes, where everybody got up on stage and was like, "Oh, hi, Brad Pitt," and they were fawning over him left and right. So I'm like, you know, maybe that's just part of it. But I need some help for this fifth spot because there's not much else. So, what does Jack have? Yeah, let's go, Jack. What do you? What do you? What do you differ Jack, here? Jack has Eddie Redmayne. You have him in. Oh, okay. oh man, nice. This, this I I I would, be, I would of... be happy if he gets nominated. Actually, I would be happy. But this is coming from a place of. You know, trying to like previously get those, you know, who's like the Jared Leto and little things of this year and not mm-hmm. being right. This, I think, is kind of just turning into one of the performances where, like, I mean, he's gotten in, I think, more than Paul Dano has, yeah. generally oh, speaking. So, I, while like the general love for the movie is not there, I mean, he is also, I mean, two time Oscar nominee already. Uh, yep. Oscar winner for his first go at it. And I still think he could get in granted weird solo nom, but yeah, I mean, this is a weird fifth spot because I personally don't buy the Judd Hirsch nomination. Uh, and then Ben Wishaw, I mean, he's just missed everywhere that like he really would have needed to get into. So I don't think that would happen. And then Bri- yeah. Bar- Brian Tiger Henry, like you said, like, he hasn't popped up much in that movie in general. Isn't like no. popping up a lot. So yeah, I I also just don't want to predict Ben Wishaw because like I don't want that to go on him if he's the only actor nominated for that movie. Even though he's great in that movie, I actually really love him and I love most of the women performances as well. But that would just not be good. I joked and, about that a couple of months ago. Like imagine yeah. that would be the low nomination for women talking in the acting category. Yeah, I I'll say, do we not? Can't predict it because how can you predict this? Does Judd Hirsch pull a Judy Dench and just take out Paul Dano? Who could just, could yeah, very yeah. possible? Yeah, we're very similar too. Where Katrina Balfe was the parent of the main protagonist, Paul Dano is the parent of the main protagonist. But then we have a grandparent who kind of steals the show in the little bit of scenes they have. I'm like, oh, it's it's very similar. It's eerily similar as well. Also, Judy Dench still has eight previous nominations, so they clearly love her. Yeah, Judd Hirsch doesn't have has done is also clear love as well but i'm like if it happens i would laugh out loud be like dude two years in a row how does this keep happening but i can't predict it just because I, or I, the I, true best outcome dave and i go stuff the ballot boxes with david Tom, in the table oh my God. <laughs> second nah, best second best performance I, in the movie not even close david lynch yeah. let's go um I, okay. <laughs> oh, this should be a fun one uh jack uh supporting actress uh, so I have Jamie Lee Curtis as your one at the moment, or just uh, j- just number one. Okay. Like, All right, cool. I'm pretty confident she's getting in. Jamie Lee Curtis, Angela Bassett, Carrie Condon, Hong Chow and the Whale, and Jesse Buckley for Women Talking. Okay. I, I, I think if any of the actors still has a chance to get in, I do think it's her. I think her surprise nomination last year for the lost daughter means that like they already really like her as an actress so this is definitely a movie that i know they're seeing so mm-hmm. i think she could definitely still break in uh dolly de leon is also right there i think and then stephanie sue i think has a chance but she has not popped up as much as jamie lee curtis which is weird because i thought it would be the inverse uh, mm-hmm. in all actuality but i do think 
where she's popped up matters more than how much, yeah. how many times she's popped up. Her getting into SAG, I think that was big. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hunter, where are you at here? I'm going with the SAG lineup. I don't have Jesse Buckley. She's very close. I have Stephanie Shu, and instead, because I think we've had the more influx of double supporting nomination, where Jesse Plemons gets in because it's a big movie and people like him and he gets that nomination juice of black Messiah, even though that's a little different because that's just some wonky shit going on with that voting. So also because I mean, yes, uh, Jack summed up exactly the notes I have. Jesse Buckley's gotten in practically nowhere, but with the lost star last year, she doesn't really need it. Actually. It seems like it. So it, did she it's, get into BAFTA last year? I know she was on the long list. Uh, she might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she didn't even get the long list here, so that was pretty bad. But also it is, I just don't know, because Claire Foy's in there, Judith Ivey's in there. It's it's so much going on in that movie. And then I have Dolly DeLeon in 7th place, because I'm like, oh, if I'm predicting Triangle Sadness original screenplay, maybe she could, but I wouldn't. I I, I don't know, so... Dave, you are muted, I believe. Oh, sorry about that. So I also have deep, deep thought, baby. I was in deep thought. I have Angela Bassett, yeah. Carrie Conn, and Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Hsu. Um, oh boy, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Do um, it. do you know where? Do you think you know where I'm going here? Um, there's one, not a joke, but there's one down further on this list that I'm going to talk about. Um, I have Michelle Williams in the Fablemans. Oh God. Damn it! I think yeah. it, well. I think why, why is I, she why is she still listed in Gold Derby is my question. Well, she got added back. <laughs> so she let got me taken out. She got added back. So, so the moment she missed SAG, I put her in my five. Yeah. And the reason she's my number five is because she, you know it's a wild prediction to make. If she gets in, she's right back to number one. That's kind yeah. of where where I'm at. I I, I think. But, I think the reason, and and to 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 defend like why I would do this, and like I, my article is still coming out in a, in a few days, so I still have time to think think about this a little bit more after like you know what happens going forward. But I think her missing SAG was big, and the reason I say that is because when you're submitted to SAG, you have to be voted for that category. They could not vote her supporting if they wanted to, with Oscar. And as we've seen in previous years with Kate Winslet and the Reader, Benicio del Toro in Traffic, most recently in uh, with Judas and the Black Messiah, they've been known to correct things or make things more complicated. Michelle Williams, I think anyone that has seen the movie, you can you can get away with the lead, but the movie is not about her. And I always look at like what the focus of like a movie, like who's the lead, who's supporting you. Star with Gabriel LaBelle and you kind of lead into everyone else, the movie would work perfectly fine if she's not in it as much as she's in. I don't feel like she is the core of the film. I don't feel I don't even feel that there's another lead in the movie, to be honest with you. So that's where I'm at. The whole SAG thing just got me thinking of the possibilities of the Academy just saying, especially the voting body, being like, you know what, she really is a supporting performance. Let's just do that. Uh, and that's where I'm at right now. It's it's definitely between Chow and, and Michelle Williams. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of where my craziness lies. And tell tell me I'm like an idiot, fellas. Uh, 
Well, I mean, I just just don't have any, like, I just don't have, like, the precedent. Like, I I just, like, what would happen? Like, would there be a possibility that she just ends up being nominated for both categories? No, no, she would. That goes into later. No, that that goes in. Do they just go back and have their own, like, preliminary, like, confirmation? Because, like, they submit for, like, best actress and, like, for your consideration for best actress. Like, do they go back and be like, well... You want to be considered for this, but we're actually going to put you in this. Like, that's, has there been a case? Well, that's, done? yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. He was submitted in lead, okay. and they and they put him in supporting. They nominated him in supporting. I think the I think the whole trajectory is the more if you get more nominations in one category than the other, and you hit have enough to get into the five of the other category, you get into that five. I think that's how the rules yeah. work. I don't remember. Did he hit like anywhere that? No, year? he hit he nowhere. Hit, no, no. Oh, okay. So. That's kind of where I'm at. Like I said, it's a f- wild swing, but it's nominations. This is why we take these yeah. swings. It's not like, my, you know. Well, right. go, go. My, my, my joke slash not a joke. Just think of me when that happens, but don't give me enough credit because I'm not going to predict it at all. What about Nina Haas and Tar? Where well, I yeah. would be so happy. If, if, yeah. if the movie, I, I, try to, I like to do it. What is the path of each movie? If it overperforms, what does it get? If it underperforms, what is happens? Tars, if it underperforms, it just gets, you know, screenplay, director, actress, picture. Just the ones that's very secure. And it can't really underperform anywhere else because it's... And it can't overperform anywhere else because it's not really eligible anywhere. It's just not even close. So she's there. If they really love Tar, she's in there. But she's, like, ninth place for me right now. So not even, like, yeah. predicting it. But I'm like, if if it happens... Think of me for a good five seconds and then move on with the rest of the day because I don't need this. I don't get that much credit, but I'm just bringing it up because why not? I will take all the victory laps if Michelle Williams gets in. I will be very selfish on that one, but I will give you a lot of because it means she'll probably come and win. (laughs) Do you? Here's a here's a question. I say she would go to number one. Do you still think so? I think there's a chance. The problem is, well, well, the problem the problem is, we're not going to have any like thing to go off of. Yep. Because yeah. we're not going to have any like SAG, Golden Globe, BAFTA. We're not going to have any of that. So, yeah. I mean, it'd be so much. It'd be you know, it'd be a great chaos agent for this category. that's already chaos. Where it's just like, let's have a nominee in here that's not been nominated anywhere else, and probably we thought was going to win a few months ago. If you know, if she was actually here in the first place. Yeah, that's. I I'd love it. I'd love it. Yeah. The, this should be a... especially supporting actors cleaned up already. So let's just you know have that one in there. And you know, like I say, the whole uh, Stephanie Sue. I just you know, I'm. It's more on the. I think they're gonna love everything. More than yeah. likely, I'm gonna go three out of five here. To be honest with you, but um, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it out and see what happens. Uh-huh. Alrighty, best actress. Um, I have Michelle Yeoh. Everything, ever, all at once. Kate Blanchett. Tar, Anna de Armas is my three. Three? What the? Okay. <laughs> Daniel Deadweiler okay. is my four. And um, she hasn't gotten anywhere, but neither did Kristen Stewart. I'm going Margot Robbie. I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. She, 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 All right. She's on the Kristen Stewart trajectory. She missed missing. She missed um, SAG. She didn't get long listed at BAFTA. And she still got into Oscar. Babylon may be getting nominated for a big award later on that we haven't talked about yet. Margot Robbie's beloved, former nominee. Yeah. I can, I can see it. 
I'd also say if there's the only thing you would nominate Spencer for is Kristen Stewart's performance. So if you're going to even talk about the movie, you had to talk about Kristen Stewart. You don't have to do it with Margot Robbie here in Babylon. Touche. But she does. It's it's close. So all right, I'll be mine. Uh, I have three out of five with you. So I okay. have Kate Blanchett, Michelle Yeoh. Blah, you know, they can go off do whatever they want for now. Who are number three? I have Viola Davis. Only okay. because she's gone in everywhere, literally everywhere so far. I'm like, well, okay, not even I didn't expect. And like, um, oh, who did I talk about earlier? Oh, uh, Roger Deakins, where it's just like it's Roger freaking Deakins. It's like it's Viola freaking Davis. Where like, I I she could carries that name. I didn't pull the trigger for my own rule of the lone nom the lone nominee. I can't have two in actress, so that's kind of where Deadweiler fits that yeah. lone nominee in the category. Well, I have Viola Davis then. Okay. Um, and then Michelle Williams in lead actress. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Probably the more likely outcome. <laughs> and then number five, I have Danielle Deadweiler. Okay. So there you go. I, I have that. One. So, yeah. Jack, where are you at here? Uh, same as you guys. Michelle Yeoh, Kate Blanchett. Go have your fun. You're nominated for an Oscar. Uh, yeah. Michelle Williams, The Fablemans, the category that she's been submitted under what i'm considering it for daniel deadweiler till and anna de armas long yeah. needs to happen and, um, i want the world to burn and, uh, and similar to dave i've got that comboed with my makeup nomination as from prior uh oh. and I'm i do, I, I, I do think if there's a, and i do think six places probably viola davis and yeah. if i okay. if i switch anything it'll probably be those two like we haven't heard bafta and bafta has not mattered as much as it has in the last couple of years would you change your vote hunter if no, she gets into bafta because that if, means she would have been bafta sag and globe only because She's sixth place right now. BAFTA is a little weird now because it is half of those picks are jury picks and half are voted in. Like we had Tessa Thompson last year for BAFTA. Oh, yeah, I forgot so about like, that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot different because I can't – it's not as popular. It's not as much of a popular vote as, as it always has been. So I only can't do it just because it's, it's like I, I, I don't know about that movie. Much as I like it, and I, I, I like it the most out of us. I mean, I know Dave, you like it a lot too, but it's just, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't pull the trigger on. I just can't, I can't beat out Viola Davis. You know, I can't beat out Michelle Williams, the best picture frontrunner, and Daniel Deadweiler. It's shaky five between her and Anna, because, but Daniel, what if, if Deadweiler didn't get that sag, then I would not predict her, but she did. So, same I'm here. Okay with that. On the same boat as you. Uh, so, and then, the only one, because I don't know if you've even heard about this, it's happening. Yes, I have. Uh, yes, I have. Okay. I haven't even All seen right. the movie, but go for it. Go for it. I'm not going to watch this movie either. Andrea Riseborough into Leslie. <laughs> yeah. I think only it's a film it is, Twitter it is, thing. It is, it is a blitzkrieg. Happens because Oscar nomination voting started three days ago, and it ends in two days. It is because this five-day stint they have gone. I mean, they probably spent the, more, the, the GDP of combined countries in the Caribbean on this Oscar campaign and feels like because like 50 actors have posted about this movie and it's a little fishy because all their posts are the exact same some of them so it's like okay well but I'm not predicting it because this movie made $20,000 so I should have laughed it also released it also released on VOD at the same time so like whatever but also like this movie like Diane Warren this movie does not exist this is not a real movie like so I I I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah, if it makes it in, I'll watch the movie. Until then, I'm fine. I won't even watch the movie. I, I looked up the movie, and I like I was just like, eh, 
So, I don't know. I can't, I can't predict it because, like, I'm, I'm talking about people missing awards. And then here's Andrea Riseborough, who is not even, like, I, she's eligible, but, like, not even eligible. Like, you probably didn't even get a vote in any of these awards. So. For sure. Um, uh, best actor. Okay. I'll, uh, all right. All right. So, we, we've all got the top four, I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser, Bill Nye. We're going to say that. Fifth place is the big one we have. And I'm going to go. We have the Critics' Choice lineup, which has six actors, the top four, plus Paul Mescal, plus Tom Cruise. And I'm taking out Tom Cruise and keeping in Paul Mescal for After Sun. So only because Cruise really should have gotten that SAG nomination if he uh, I, he was he was bred for that. And Globes, I'm not going to care because that's a whole thing. So, so I, I have I have the big four, same as you, Hunter. Uh, yeah. I do have Tom Cruise in. Okay. The reason I, I have, have I, I, you go ahead. Sorry. I'm so start. the reason I have Tom Cruise in is because there has not been an actor lineup since 1934 that has had all first-time nominees. If you include Paul Mescal, that would be the lineup. First time since 1934. Was, was, wasn't it last year? We were talking. It was all previous nominees or previous winners lineup, wasn't yep. it? Yep. So now it's we're on the other way around now. Yeah. Like I said, so I'll it can't can happen. It can't happen. It Absolutely. Last year, so. And I just think I, Tom Cruise and, is. And, and then by that logic, Hugh Jackman is still in the race. Don't. 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 I would pick Jackman if his movie was at least tolerated. Like, they're. they're like Now, I know this doesn't matter. They're not even screening it for us in Minnesota anymore. They're literally not screening for us. Like, it comes out next week, and they're not showing it to us at all. Now, obviously, we don't vote for Oscars, so who cares? But it kind of shows a little bit Sony Pictures just like, ah, we don't care anymore. Can, We're not even going to show it. Can I throw – you? we talked about um, going back to actress. You just came, you just something just came to mind in terms of not screening. Can I throw a rando nomination morning Academy-friendly performance for you in actress? Mm, yeah, sure. Naomi Aki I mean, and I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yeah, but – that movie sucks. So do a lot of movies <laughs> that know, get nominated. Quality you know, does not matter for the Academy. The only nomination she's gotten so far is a Razzie long list, which is totally which undeserved. Which is stupid. She's, yeah, it, she is good it, in the movie. She is really good in this movie, yes. But also, yeah, she's gotten nowhere, and nobody cares about that movie. Oh, it's yeah, I don't see it happening. Here. It's just but it wouldn't fully shock me, per se. I would. It would fully shock me, I'll say, at this point. Uh, Jack, who's your fifth, then? Is it Cruz? Say, yeah, I've got uh, Cruz, but same, now I, I, same, sorry, I same, sta- same state. Like I think it's between Paul Mescal, Paul Mescal, and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the SAG thing just really. I feel like he should have gotten in there, but it's also a thing of like the nomcom. It's a question of like the sizes of the nomcoms compared comparatively, because like. Mm-hmm. Or wait, well, every actor nominates in the actors branch of the Oscars, don't they? Or they don't have yeah. like a okay, yeah. So where are the where are the nomination committee for SAG was is interesting, keeping in mind like their membership is really really vast. Um, mm-hmm. But from there, I would honestly be surprised if it was anybody beyond like the six. I mean, Diego Calvo would be awesome. I wish I would, lo- I would I love wish. to see him in there. Yeah. Uh, 
and then Gabriel LaBelle. Some people are picking him, which is really interesting. And that's, I, a, that's a case of if, like, same thing with Tar. Like, if they love the Fablemans, I think yeah. Gabriel LaBelle could just be, like, a stunner and just enter that, the conversation. That would be a nomination why I would need a day off, because I'd just be celebrating all day of that nomination. <laughs> when the when the best performance in the Fablemans actually gets nominated, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> I also admit my logic is very contradictory to pick Paul Mescal, because I didn't pick after some of the screenplay. So, like, okay, what the fuck? And then I was like, Top Gun could get the screenplay. It could get a lot of nominations, and then I don't pick Tom Cruise. I'm like, okay, so it makes no sense why I'm picking at Paul Mescal. I'm going with the gut here, where it's just like, I think they want him more. I think his is the more actually performance. But it's also, it's Tom freaking Cruise as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to switch this every day for the next nine days. So <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go four for five. Like, we, everybody will. Everybody, everybody's going to go at least four for five, and I'll be like, whatever. Like, yep. fine. It, it's interesting because, I mean, Yes, the Oscars are for the best of the year, and but it's you know that's not how these nominations work. We all know, know that. Like I, I, I've seen people in our in our close circle just say it's impossible. Tom Cruise is going to get nominated. I'm like, brah, this is why you're like really near last in our Oscar polls because you make asinine t- opinions. Like it, Tom Cruise has a very good shot of getting in, and I mean it would be his first as Magnolia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. which he should have won. Whatevs. He also hasn't been in any like quote unquote Oscar movies since then. I was and this li- isn't even an Oscar movie as well. It just happens to be a big big player. I, I not to go off on a Tom Cruise tangent, but like I was wa- listening to the Rewatchables podcast recently on the verdict, the Paul Newman film. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how the color of money is essentially what Top Gun Maverick is. Yeah, I mean, I, I have not seen the color money, but I know that the, the basic and plot structure. You, I know what it, I know what it is. And you look at Paul Newman in the color of money, and you look at Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick, and it's like the I career. Mean, it's insane. Like the trajectory is one, but the fact that Paul Newman looks old in the color of money, and Tom Cruise is older than Paul Newman was in the color of money now, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Um. And, but the movie essentially is kind of doing the same things. And I love The Color yeah. of Money. I think it's underrated Scorsese. I think it's very good. Uh, it. It's good stuff. Uh, it, was, it was Paul Newman's like eighth nomination, too. And it's like, he's got to win at some point. He now, shouldn't have so. won for that movie. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he shouldn't have know. won. Well, now let's see. Who was he against? He should so have. It was 85. It was 86. I believe it's 86. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bob Hoskins should have won that year from Mona Lisa. He's I've not really, seen that either. Yeah, I'd give it to him for the Mario Brothers movie. So would I. So <laughs> would I. I mean, Paul Fiscat, or sorry, Paul Fiscat, Paul Newman was nominated again a couple of years later. He should have won. I mean, he should have just won for the for the verdicts. Yeah. So was, yeah, Bob I know it's... Hoskins, Mona Lisa, Dexter Gordon, Round Midnight. What the fuck is that? James Woods, Salvador, and William Hurt, Children of a Lesser God. Nah, it's it's Bob I mean, Hoskins. It's easily Bob yeah. Hoskins for me. I'd also say it's. Yeah, because it's it's one of those I look at this lineup like, oh, Paul Newman. Out of all these guys, he's like the, the superstar uh, legend. Like he's the legend. Like it wasn't even close. Like probably. I don't even I think he thought he was gonna win. He didn't even go to the awards. Well, he never goes to those. He never did. Like he didn't care about those. I think he was there for the verdict, wasn't he? I don't know. Uh, Robert Wise accepted his award on behalf. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Woo. Uh, moving <laughs> on to director Jack. Ooh, fun. Yeah, just I see three out of five guaranteed for us here. Man. Yeah, oh, we've got three. I, I, okay, I think, I think it's I like three. 
I feel like it's it's like best actors, the four plus maybe a fifth. Unless there's somebody here. I don't know. All right, you go all ahead. All right, so I think the three that we're all going to have and don't even really need to address, Spielberg, Daniels, McDonough. Yep, we're good here. Yeah. In fourth place, for me, I have Sarah Pauly. Oh, I can't. Oh, okay, okay. All right, okay. And, all right I'm, I'm sitting up in my chair. I'm ready in, to talk. And in fifth place... This is just interesting because I don't have a ton to go off of, but just the tendencies to nominate uh, the directors of international films. Oh, I know where you're going. Just pushed me to put Edward Berger in for All Quiet. Uh, so we actually hit four out of five, Jack. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we have four out of five as well. There's a certain person that's not in there. So I, I, I wonder if Hunter and I hit here. So we have the big but three. Horrible. We have the big three. Then I have Edward Berger as well, and then I have Todd Field and Tar. Okay. See, I almost say this is a big four. Like Todd Field hasn't missed. Like he doesn't miss. He hasn't missed yet. Now, and also, it is we talk international contenders. I think it's more international type movies they like more. Like a Yorgos Lanthimos and the Favorite. That could be a foreign language film in in and of itself oh. in terms of the style of directing that kind of way they like. Todd Field fits that mode so well, I would say. That's why I think he's like the big four. So I got the DJ. I personally would love this lineup. <laughs> I'm I have no false thing. Like I love all these movies. Actually, these are like Wait, wait did you both so, have Todd? Did you both have yes. all quiet and Todd Field? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you, okay, so he won. So no, so no two, James Cameron. No. Yeah. yeah. He him and Baz Luhrmann, if they had a DGA nomination as well, I'd be very more tempted but since they both missed that I'm like eh. that could be the only one and we talk about the big three last year we had a big three and one of them missed with Denise. Yeah, well yeah. yeah if we have out of the big three that misses it's a hundred percent mcdonough and i think yeah. that's where baz would get in Which it would be bad it actually would be to me just thinking of like where campaigning has been throughout the season i think it would probably be Baz over Cameron because I think Baz has done no matter how you feel about Elvis I like it just fine uh Baz has campaigned the hell out of that movie yes yes I also now I I it applies to all of us now I thought it's actually the lone guy with burger in our line my lineup so whatever a little wrinkle is we talk about international contenders as well. There's actually a good chunk of international there contenders is. as well. There's Edward Berger, Park Chan-wook, yeah, you know, SS Rajamuli is a big one. That's Berger's comp, I think, for international. Yeah, American. and then there's Ruben Austin for Triangle Sadness. Yeah, probably not, but there's something. And then Charlotte Wells for After Sun, where it's like, I know it's like, you know, English movie, but like that's also counts where it's like, there's enough people that are like, just small little pockets here and there. I'm like, well... And also, I, I say the same, but like Edward Berger hasn't shown up anywhere, just like these people. Like, I'm just like, because I'm picking it for six nominations already. So, yeah, it's also the Cold War effect too. I think of Cold War. I remember and, that. Derek yeah, Arnaz. and drive drive my car. Even I don't think that like got a yeah. director until like BAFTA. No, that's that's true. That's true. So, and yeah, like Jack has Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly's actually sixth place for me. Where I'm like, she could easily come back in because. She's my yeah, seven I mean, too. She's who's who's six As, three Baz. Uh, no, uh, well, no, then she'd be my eight. So, uh, SS is my six, okay. and then Baz would be my seven, and then okay. Sarah, and then Cameron would be my eight. Okay, yeah. So none of us Kaczynski 
even though he got DJ, he's not like a contender even. Like if, that's what we talked about. I, we talked about DJ that, way at the beginning. If, like, if I said, I'm maybe crazy for this, but we've talked about this maybe happening. If Kaczynski gets in to director, I think in, Top Gun would. Top Gun's winning Best Picture. Oh, you want to you want to throw that down right I, now? I, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, if he if he if gets, gets in, in screenplay it's, it's and in like, director, it's in like the top three, like yeah. no question anymore. But I wouldn't be. I would. I. I get. This is again personal. I wouldn't be pissed if he gets in. Like it's a director achievement to make yeah. that movie. But yeah, I think so. I also say, Critics' Choice is because they're sluts for the Oscars. They nominated ten directors this year. Kaczynski was the only one that's not that wasn't yeah, in there. But they don't. They don't count. I know, I know. I, that's why I kind of threw out Critics' Choice because it's just like, okay, guys. Like, like I, I watch fine. it. I watch it. We have a good time with it. But that's why I didn't even bring up predictions for it because, you know, they just, like you said, you nailed it. They just try to predict the Oscars. And yeah. last year they were pretty wrong on all, you know, especially with Best Picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're on tonight on the CW. Woohoo! Yeah, they're never going to get off the CW. Uh, which is fine. I, I, I always look back when they like I during their show, I, they haven't done this in years where they talked about like whoever's ever won this award goes on to win the Oscar. I'm like, wow, so you guys aren't voting just to be you. You're trying to be little suck ups. So like, ugh, at least do something fun. But I know. I, but like, of course, you still have to count the critics choice as something. But that was my mini critics choice rant. There For you sure. go. And we'll have it next week. when We react to the winners of it. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, best picture. You you take it away. It's you know. Alrighty. So, in particular order, I have everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans, the Banshees of Inisherin, Top Gun Maverick, Elvis. We're still good so far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Av- yep. Avatar: The Way of Water. Tar. Yep. Mm-hmm. I hate Jack for this. I really hate Jack for this. <laughs> the whale. Wow. All Quiet on the Western Front mm-hmm. and Babylon is going to – because I, I just want it. This is the only – if you're going to ask me how I came to Babylon, I just want it. Yeah. It deserves okay. it. I just, I just want so, it. That's kind of where I think, I'm at. I think we're all at the same in terms of there's Seven. three tiers here. Yeah. There's there's the Fablemans, Everything Everywhere, and Banshees where it's like – it's like Kate Blanchett and Michelle. Yeah, I was like, go have fun. Like, don't worry about this. Solid nominees like Top Gun – Elvis, Tar, and Avatar. We all have them. They're going to be in there probably, most likely. I'd be very, sh- I'd be shocked if they didn't make it. In. That's, I'd be very shocked. And then the three, we just, you know, I have Babylon in tenth place because there is a lot. Of, there's overperformance categories it could be in. I have All Quiet in eighth place. Okay. I don't know why I'm going this way. I don't know why. But whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know. And I have Women Talking in in ninth place. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think. I can't. It's like if it's gonna win adapted screenplay, which we think it will, you'd have to go like, what was I? I wrote it down. I did the research on there. God damn it! Where did I put it? Uh, Gods and Monsters was the last one to win adapted screenplay, not be nominated for Best Picture, and that was in the five nominee era. That was in the '90s, so it's been like almost 25 years since that happened. It's never had an expanded era. Usually, at least two of the adapted screenplay contenders in a week years in there. If you get you can get Jesse Buckley in there, you get the score in there, and if you have an acting, a screenplay, and a score nominee, you might as well get in the best picture. And yeah. maybe director, who knows? Honestly, like Woman Talking would be my ten if I didn't just yeah. love Babylon and just hope it gets in and just try to I, push I it. Just, I just like Babylon could like it is feasibly it could get in every craft category. Now it's not likely in some, but like it could. It very well could. So like there's enough there. So and I've 
all quiet because like hey, if i'm gonna nominate everberg and director and give here. it five other nominations like yeah. i gotta see it through i can't just chicken out at the end and be like oh no it won't get in and it's also one of the best movies of the year so and it's it's like babylon where like i just really want that yeah man. i really want it in there i really do so uh who's your who's your three jack Every, all right so we got the same top three everything fablemans banshees top gun maverick tar elvis avatar the way of water mm-hmm. all quiet at eight okay. women talking at nine okay and the whale at Oh, okay. I'm, All leaving right, so you... ba- I'm leaving Babylon to make yeah. me happy from an emotional perspective, and I'm making the other ones to make me happy from my okay. competitive perspective. So I, I just the whale is the only one because the clinging on to that PJ nomination. Now it's a big nomination, it is, but like it literally has not shown up anywhere else. Like, that anywhere, that's, anywhere, that's anywhere, something. Anywhere. That that's the kind of thing that like I've thought about. But, like, it also kind of, Dave and I talk a bit about, like, you know, how the outcomes of these nomination and winners are not always, like, mm-hmm. reminiscent of what critics are saying. And I think that kind of goes, like, both ways. Like, we're seeing that play out with Elvis. Like, I, I, the whales, like, audience response has been really mm-hmm. crazy. Like, it's a movie that, like, it's doing really well at the box office, like, the people that I know who like aren't really into movies are seeing it and they're just like over the moon about it. So I do think there actually is a lot of, there is general passion for it, especially since it'll like fall down in like that nine ten range where I think everything around that area is about on the same playing field for the most part. So I could see a few things sneaking in here. I mean, you still have glass onion, triangle mm-hmm. of sadness, RRR even, which yeah. would thrill me to the moon but i i i i will i have the whale 11th place close to babylon and if you if yeah like best picture usually has one like like last year's nightmare alley yeah. didn't show up really anywhere it showed up critics choice i guess but again they wanted to they thought it was gonna be a, when they nominated like phantom thread didn't show up anywhere yeah there's always alley. one there's there's it, usually it, one and but i am such a not say cautious but realist where i'm like i don't try to outsmart and think i can pick which one it is so i'm like i'm just gonna go with the 10 and if i get nine out of ten there's so be it and i will say this year is more exciting because usually we know nine by now the fact that we only know seven and we're still fighting to see what those last three are it's pretty exciting that's we may we're we're all going seven for ten at least but yeah well yeah 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 and even like uh, I, I mean, even Avatar missed the long listed BAFTA, so like you, you could even you could even say that that's not like a surefire. Yeah, and I mean, I ha- even though even though I think I think it's safe, but like if it's it in misses, trouble. I be, like, stunned. It's in trouble for that app, for that concept. I mean, like, would yeah. we? It would turn into the if it misses, the writing was on the wall. We just didn't really go along with it. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm with you guys. I mean, there's so so many possible scenarios i mean we could see a world yeah. where we have our first animated feature best picture nominee since up i mean good which would be that's amazing. why I, there's so many of those first like in, best picture nominees. <laughs> <laughs> like an adapted screenplay if, like because obviously best picture is the last one they know so like if pinocchio gets into like production design or like adapted yeah. i'm like oh okay that's you know that's something one of those things where yeah so and also, there's the the stats, which I looked into. It's not as great one. Uh, there's been 11 movies that have gotten a SAG Ensemble nomination and missed PGA. None of those 11 ever got Oscar or Best Picture nominated. 
So maybe hurts women talking in Babylon picking them. But I also looked into it. Of those eleven movies, like nine of them, it's like the best exotic marigold hotel, the I Butler, like August Osage, <laughs> uh, best August Osage County, Captain Fantastic, Trumbo. I'm like. Nobody was talking about these movies for Best Picture anyway. It's like, it doesn't matter. Wait, Trumbo had, like, got in for Ensemble at SAG? Yeah. Like, Helen Mirren <laughs> got nominated for that, too. So, like, it's like movies like that where it's like, well, I don't even care. Nobody's talking about Trumbo and Best Picture anyway. So, like, I don't even care. But, like, Defy Bloods and, like, uh, Mudbound are a part of this. We're like, eh, they were talked about. But, so, yeah. but also, if, it, we had, if we had 10 nominees that year, would Mudbound get in? It would be close. It would If we had 10 nominees in 2020, would Defy Bloods get in? Probably not, but it would be close, you know. Probably not actually at all. But so I, I wanted to mention that stat to say, uh, you know, I'm going against the grain there. But the doing research on it, it's actually not as daunting of a stat as it, it sounds. Yeah, for sure. I mean, right I, now, I got, if, if if I'm gonna do it, you know, we got to throw a little passion in there. I got to pick all quiet. I got to pick Babylon. My one and two. Same here. I, I wanted to get it. My top two movies get in. Like, how many? How many of my best pictures? Top ten would be in Best Picture. Then actually, I got to look this up. Oh, that's a good question. Right now, I'm looking at it. It'd be one, two, three, four, five. Five out of ten would be in my top ten of the year. It'd be everything yeah. the everything the Fablemans, uh, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, and then Babylon. If, mm. it, if that's the five. Yeah, yeah. I have Babylon, All Quiet, Tar, Banshees, Fablemans. So yeah, five out of ten. Which and it, all oh. quiet is in my top fifteen, so it's not like it's far yeah. away. So yeah. I'd be quite, I've... quite happy. Much better than last year's lineup. If this is, if if yeah. any of our variations get in, I think that'd be yeah. a very, very good I lineup. Just, this is this lineup. Every movie that we're talking about, even like the top fifteen, I do like every movie that's being talked about. There's no, I don't hate Coda. I don't at all. I like Coda. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't really like. It. And same like like uh like uh don't look up where I'm like. Eh, whatever like there's usually one or two of those movies where i'm like ah sure but like every movie i like this year i really like so i'm like i'll be happy no matter what i'd be more happy with others than other some of the others but i won't be mad yeah and i mean i could i had to only choose one of the sag five that you know with yeah. the whole babylon and women talking i just like ugh, i just wanted to go with one the interesting concept is like there's only been four sequels nominated for Best Picture in the history of the Academy Awards, and we're at two for sure, maybe with Maverick and Avatar. That's kind of what makes yeah. me think like, are we really gonna get Glass Onion in here as a rant as as one of the ten? Because th- we've had four in ninety four years. On the ninety fifth year, we're gonna get three alone. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't see. I can't see that. Sequels have been getting better. At least it feels like it. Yeah, that's true. We're slowly chipping away at like you can, because like Black Panther got the PGA nomination, and if you're, I mean, I think most of us are predicting at least three or four, you know. Yeah, because I have Black Plus Panther about three or four. She, you know, if she wins the Oscar. You know, is that big of? You've got a good haul right there. I'm and, not close to predicting it, but like, yeah. And I guess for question for Jack before we go, if the whale gets in, do you are you changing your actor winner? Hmm. That's actually. It, it'll give me a reason to, but I still think SAG will be the thing at the end of the day. Because, like, yeah. the interesting thing, it, it'll really just show, like, it might lead me to because it'll show that, like, there really is, like, the love. Because Austin Butler, you know, he's the one that's been out there. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's got the SNL hosting gig down, and so many Oscar winners always end up hosting before mm-hmm. uh, Ariana DeBose did last year. Um, but, I mean, you know, yeah, Austin Butler's been going crazy on the promotion standpoint, but if the whale gets into picture, then it means, like, the love for it is actually there. So I think he would have a shot, and then also even maybe adapted screenplay since that category I think is a little up in the air because I do think that I, I think that's in second place. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, any last predictions before we go? Mm. The show is going to run too long, which is fine. <laughs> that's fine. I think yeah. we're going. Would we? Last year was a chore, um, and it was just last not, even awful. though even though we cut like half the category, yeah. and it was. It was the longest show since like the La La Land year, and I was excited yeah. for the La La Land year until I wasn't. Um, I also, I hope they go back to the regular theater arrangement. I this is totally personal. I didn't love the whole like, I did not pods either. they had or like whatever. Yeah. That it was like the stage was like two feet from the get the people in the audience, like a little, little close. But that's imagine personal. if the, they didn't have that, maybe the slap would never have happened. Yeah, he would have had to walk a lot longer to get up to Chris Rock, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. So. I, I I I'm just like just go back to normal like 2019 Oscars you know with the Irishman and all that I don't even remember that ceremony that means it was a good one because all I remember is the crap that's been going on the last two years three years or whatever yeah I'm with you I and I thought I, I remember obviously because COVID hit a month later like here in the yeah. states um I remember that ceremony being one of my favorites in a little while yeah that's oh. why I'm, I'm like I'm okay with Jimmy Kimmel because it's just like and the like like they're announcing all the, like we're bringing back the categories. We're bringing back Jimmy Kimmel. It was like regular year. I would be like, eh, that's boring. But now because we've fucked up so much changing, I like just go back to what worked, man. Exactly. Like, we we tried everything else and it sucked. So might as yeah. well just go back to what worked. Um, yeah. yeah, and fine. Give me four hours, four and a half hours. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Whatever. It's one night a year. Yeah. So. I mean, every football game goes three hours long. I'm about to watch one. Well, I'm about well, and the Critics' Choice Awards. I'll watch that along with the football. The Critics' well. Choice Awards. Hunter is torn because the Critics' Choice Awards start at 6 p.m. your time. They do. Yeah, they're oh. they're 7 p.m. my time. Well, I mean, it's the Critics' Choice Awards. I don't care that much. It's playoff <laughs> football. Like it's it's not even the choice there. But I'll just I usually I always have it on the side. I'm never gonna sit down and watch the Critics' Choice like intensely. For sure. Alrighty, that wraps up. We went under four. Not even did we go under four hours. We went under three. I, we went yeah, under two I, hours. I was literally like, mm, "Are we gonna go longer than Babylon here? Let's see." I don't know. We it did pretty good. We, had, we went four to five each other pretty mm-hmm. much the whole way. Yeah, and so. I'm not. I'm not one of those. I mean, I've listened to podcasts in the past that like even the easy categories people spend like 20 minutes on. I'm like. Come on, guys! Like, you, no, you, like, like you know, like lead actors, Mescal or Cruz. That's like, it. Keep it simple. We we both know we know the reasons for both, and it's just like I don't know. Roll the dice. Let's see what happens. Exactly. Um, I, next week will be a fun one. Hunter's off because Chop Talk is back. Yeah, gotta take a breather here. And then the following week, uh, Sundance, where we are going to break down everything we saw at Sundance. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we're going to break down the nominations, how right we were. So, so there we go. Three hour. Well, no, the Oscar nomination won't take too long because most of it will be. But, like, we'll have a lot of movies to talk about for Sundance. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you, you I, I set, my, I have, I set I have, myself I up. Ten, I only have 10 movies. You have 30. So, like, you know, difference. Will I get to all 30 is the question. Yeah. Well, we'll potential guests as well to help yes, out. Yes, yes, so. yes. We definitely will. Um, all righty. 
another great episode. Jack, tell us where they can find you. Uh, if you're interested in my thoughts on movies, you can find me on Letterboxd. Additionally, I'm still doing co-hosting stuff over on the League of Cinephiles, and you can also see all of us here on the Critics Circle and also on Chop Talk, which will be starting up next week. And Hunter. Yeah, you can find me at thecinemadispatch.com or on Instagram. Post, I just posted update Oscar predictions. Got great buzz on that one. I saw, and I'll post final ones a couple days before. Pretty much be 95% the same as what I just talked about here. Maybe plus minus whatever I was very flipped on. And Sundance coverage coming up. So it'll be a very busy couple of weeks, but most exciting one of the most exciting times of the year because january january releases never really that great but i have 80 for brady on wednesday so let me know how that is um it's 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 fun because it's a partner screen with aarp so like i'm gonna <laughs> stick out so much in that one i'll probably actually probably wear my jersey with that one well if we if the vikings lose today i will not be wearing my jersey because like, that thing's getting buried in the closet then they're like what is a thylan if that's exactly. the one you wear. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll be okay with it, yeah. So if uh, it was any movie but football, I would not watch it. But since it's a football, I'm like, eh, why not? And it's January. I don't care. Yeah, I'm there's nothing else. Point. There's slim pickings here. And then uh, you can find me at Real Talk, <coughs> Real Talk Inc. Uh, you can find my work on Ron Tomatoes as well. Uh, I'll be covering, like Hunter said, I'll be covering Sundance starting next week, where I try to maneuver through 30 movies. Uh, yeah, I definitely will try. Uh yeah, and then as always, you can find all of us on the League of Cinephiles in the Critic Circle. And until next week, where Jack and I, Jack Hunter and I, will continue to give you some cinematic decadence. 